ArmyNationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Mirlet. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor, attorney at flaw. Make some noise, everybody up on your feet, no one sitting in your seat, it's time to meet Big Lombardi! All right, I got my television tuned into 676 on my local Xfinity network. That is the NFL network and the NFL combine. Watching dudes run around as fast as they possibly can. Jumping, running, smiling, grimacing, pushing, shoving, talking, laughing, yelling. The NFL Combine 2018. You've got the Vic Lombardi Show joined by James Manchester, Marilad, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O., is in the house, fellas. How you doing? Good, Vic. Good. Uh, we've got the uh, we've got the same thing on the TV here, and it is uh, it's oh. riveting. It's riveting. Ooh. Man, did you read? That there was an article written yesterday, and I can't remember who wrote it. It was written in a Sports Illustrated format, I think SI Digital, talking to various reporters who cover the combine, who've covered it over the years, and how much reporters really hate doing it because it's a 
it's an utter waste of time. You don't, you know, you don't get access as a reporter to the playing field where these guys are actually doing their thing. Correct. We get more access watching it on television. You don't see any reporters in the actual stadium with the players doing their thing. They never get a chance to even walk to set foot in there. Well, and then you're all at the, uh, at the mass media events that every other reporter is getting the exact same quotes that say nothing. Um, you know, there, there probably are just like John Elway is going to, uh, meet with some agents, uh, this week for some of the, the, the players currently on the roster, CJ Anderson, Todd Davis, et cetera. Uh, I'm sure there are some kind of, you know, back channel conversations that you pick oh, up. Oh, no doubt. You know, you, you see somebody at St. Elmo's while you're eating the, the shrimp with the super hot cocktail sauce. I'm, I'm sure there's some things that, um, reporters can dig up in those kind of settings, but the actual combine, total and utter waste of time. Well, why it, do you think joke. our guy Peter Schaefer is there? I spoke to Peter yesterday. He's there for various reasons, all for his clients. He's trying to get the word out on some of his young bucks, but yep. primarily he's there because of, uh, Free agents and possible free agents. Uh, he is meeting with the Denver Broncos about the status of C.J. Anderson. C.J.'s contract, of course, has been a question mark because if the Broncos decide to waive C.J., they don't owe him a thing. Not a thing. So yep. that's that's an issue this week. That is going to be certainly on John Elway's menu. What does he do with C.J. Anderson? The uh, the convention part of this where it's you know everybody from the NFL or everybody uh, associated with the NFL like agents – all being in one place, that part of it is, is productive. This glorified, you know, T-shirt and shorts Olympics that we've got going on here it is a waste of time to the point where if I was a GM, and I know you don't think I'm at all possible, uh, capable of ever no learning how to do that job. If I was a GM, I don't know that I would even send my people to the into the uh, into the stadium to watch this nonsense. I, I think they I think they end up with Mike Mamula syndrome. They fall in love with a, a guy who can run fast and bench press a lot, and then they forget to go back and watch his film at Boston College and see, yeah. oh, he's undersized, and he gets dominated when somebody gets his hand, their, their hands on him. So yeah. that that's the part of it that I think uh, is a waste of time. We're going to fall in love with some guy, or teams no are, or fans are, who runs a, a really fast 40 for his position or breaks the all-time bench record of how many times can he throw 235 or whatever it is. Um, and that's the part of it that I think creates a trap yeah. for teams. Some some dude's gonna throw that football over that mountain, and we're gonna fall hey, in love with him. Speaking of that, did you hear the story yesterday about Josh Allen? And did you see the remark made by one Brandon Marshall, Denver Broncos linebacker? Josh Allen uh, reportedly can throw a football ninety yards, and everybody yeah. oohing and on. Brandon Marshall says, "So, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Well, well he, he, he's exactly saying what I'm saying." I don't care how far you can throw a football. Well, Nobody cares. No, there's some, there's middle ground here. Yes, you do care. You do care. If he could only throw the ball 35 yards, would, would you still like him on your Obviously. team? You okay. have to be able so you to hit the care. minimum requirement to be in the NFL. Right. But last time you set up for a fourth and 90 play, let me know about it. Okay, but, but they've had a quarterback the last two years who didn't hit the minimum requirements and couldn't throw a Hail Mary from the 45-yard line at San Diego. So um, that's been a problem. So Brandon Marshall can say so all he wants. Well, they've had the opposite problem. And we watched the guy for, what, 16 years here who could roll to his left, plant his feet, and throw it all the way across the field and hit Vance Johnson 40 yards downfield on a fourth and 15. So... It it matters. It matters. We may all want to downplay it and say, hey, who cares if you can, you know, throw it from your knees and into a trash can from 50 yards. I get it. But arm strength matters. It does. 
So last night was one of the more vacant sports nights of the year. I mean, I tried to watch sports last night. I mean, your basic college basketball game was on. There were a couple other things that drew interest. But in terms of local sports and local interest, it was nothing. It was a bad sports night. So I did what any red-blooded American would do. I watched Rounders, which was on my TV screen. One of the greatest movies ever. Tell me you've watched Rounders. I have seen Rounders. Very good movie. I've seen it about 150 times. And in that movie, every time I watch it, I always forget until the scene when they're going through the World Series of Poker, the one and only Chris Marlowe, Nuggets voice, is featured in the movie Rounders. Have you seen him? Uh, you know what? I didn't notice him the first time I saw the movie or the last time I saw the movie either. I did see your tweet though, where you took the little screenshot of it and it was like, yes. ah, it is him. I, I didn't know. What's he announcing in it? What's he doing? I don't remember he's, that scene. He's interviewing the guys, the participants in the World Series of Poker. Okay. All right. That's very cool. I knew he had some, you know, Hollywood, uh, stints. I didn't realize that was one of the movies he was in. Would you consider that movie a sports movie? It is a game. No. 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 Come on. Poker? Really? Yeah, gonna... but there is competition involved. There is strategy. There's there's comp- violence. There's physicality. There's competition at Monopoly. There's competition at. I mean, come on, well, dude. What are Matt we doing? Damon gets his butt kicked in that movie. He gets beat up. He and Ed, what's his name? They get Ed just, Norton. Yeah, yes. they get creamed. Yeah. Okay, so somebody's gonna get beat up in Lodo this weekend too. After uh, uh, too many pops at some local <laughs> establishment, is that a sport? Let me tell you, the uh, the acting by one John Malkovich, who plays Teddy KGB at the end of that movie. Just give me a taste, Jesse. Yeah. Just a taste. Pay him. Pay that man his money. So good. Just so good. Yeah. No, he is, he is great so good. in that. Great in that. It, no, it's a, it's a very good movie. I love movies like that where it kind of takes you inside a little subculture of... of uh, of life that you would never be a part of. Fantastic movie. Let's just not start calling it a sport. Come on. You okay, you don't fine. you don't like esports and you want to talk about poker being a sport? Come on. All right, fine. Let's run through the uh, rundown before we get to big news right now. We're gonna start doing this every day. You know, uh, I figured why not? Let the people in on what our people do. Marty O spent the bulk of yesterday putting together a rundown. These are things we're gonna discuss during the course of our show this morning. So in the first segment, we do this big news right now. We'll get to it momentarily. In the second segment at 7.15, we're we're going to unveil our piping hot takes, as we do every day. Then at 7.30, uh, we're going to recap our hot takes and have people react to it. At 7.45, some sound that we got from a Woj podcast that I thought was very interesting. We've heard this on this show. We've discussed this on this show. How do you fix the NCAA and NBA's one-and-done rule, which obviously helps the NBA hurts the NCAA. Well, Nuggets president Josh Kroenke has a plan. He has a plan on how to fix it. We'll uh, let you listen in at 7.45. Power 5 coming up at 8. It says here, first step to fix the NCAA. I don't know what that means. Well, there's or the, the combine. There's two options. It's the best way to fix the NCAA or an event you'd add to the combine in order to make it more watchable. I like that one. Okay. I we'll like do. that one. And we'll we go with a, the latter. We have Mile High Beer Fest tickets uh, for the winner. Great. At 8.15, it says here, at what point do you really start paying attention to the Rockies? I'm sorry. Let me speak from the heart. Today's not the day we're going to speak about the Rockies. I, I can't get into spring training baseball unless I'm there. Now, if you send me there, James, if the station were generous enough to send us there, I'd talk Rockies all morning. We're not there. I don't. 
I don't know what else to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Why don't we on a whim just hop on a plane on Sunday and head down? I mean, but I mean, this is in the rundown. What do you want me to say? They're I in don't spring know. training. What? What? I don't know why. You, I mean, this idea of going through the rundown, I'm fine with it, but we've never stuck to one, ever. I get it. I get it. I just want to go through we've it. Anyway, never there's been a bunch of other 12. crap in the rundown that we're supposed to get to. But right now, it's time for big news right now. What headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. All right, Nuggets. This is it. This is it. The stretch run. Portland won again last night. God, Portland is now 10 games above 500. They're in the four seed. They're getting, they're getting good when the good is getting. Put it that way. Portland beat Minnesota. I think Minnesota will come back down to the pack. San Antonio dropped to the five seed. New Orleans keeps winning. Oklahoma City's on a run. The Nuggets are currently in the eighth seed. They've got the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. And yes, does it feel like a playoff game? It should. These are our playoff games right now. You know, we, we can't wait until the end of middle of April and hope to be a playoff team and say, hey, the, all right, now the playoffs start. No, our playoffs start now. We have 21 playoff games left. The Avs have the same situation going. They are one point out of a wild card spot, and they've got the Minnesota Wild in town. One advantage for the Avs, they don't lose on home ice. On most nights in in our uh, conference, our division especially, you don't get a whole bunch of help. So, yeah, it comes down to you winning your games here. And, you know, we're starting to face a few of these teams that we're battling. So these will all be uh, big four-point games for our team here. And we're certainly glad to be at home. Yeah, the Wild are comfortable with 79 points. The two wild-card spots in the West, Dallas at 77, Anaheim at 74, and the Avs one point back at 73. So they win tonight. And different things happen. They're right back in that wild card position. Such is life right now in both conferences, both sports. Meanwhile, at the NFL Combine, we're watching it right in front of us. It's a day for the running backs and the offensive linemen. And yes, the Broncos are paying close attention to those young old linemen. We've got 10 picks. And then we'll also, depending on how free agency, free agency falls, dab on free agency too. Yeah, I mean, we want to continue to get better there. I mean, I'm excited about the new coaches we've hired there with Chris Strausser and Sean Kugler and uh, what they'll be able to do with the group that we have. So I'm excited about them. This is hilarious. Are you watching this, James? I mean, look yeah. up on your TV screen. Right now, running 40-yard dashes at the Combine are place kickers. Yeah. J.K. Scott, the pride of Mullen, right? He's a he's a Mullen kid. Way to go, West Side. They're running 40s. Why? Nothing symbolizes how worthless this is than a place kicker running a 40-yard dash. I mean, it's so stupid. And not only are they running 40s, but they've got Mike Mayock commenting about their 40 times for kickers. Pointless. Whatever. Whatevs. Meanwhile, Sean Miller, head coach of the U of A Wildcats. Has he been vindicated? Let me be very, very clear. I have never discussed with Christian Dawkins paying DeAndre Ayton to attend the University of Arizona. In fact, I never even met or spoke to Christian Dawkins until after DeAndre publicly announced that he was coming to our school. Yeah, whatever. What do you think he's going to say? Arizona decided not to fire Sean Miller. He's still on board. He will continue to coach that team. He denies everything. ESPN stands by its report where it claims it intercepted an FBI wiretap. Meanwhile, 
Your boy J.K. Scott just ran a four eight the forty. That's pretty impressive Not for a bad. kicker. He's moving up my uh, moving up my mock draft. I was gonna say, how does this improve his draft yep. status? Yep, skyrocketing. Who's this running here? It says special teams one. Is he a long snapper? Might this be. guy's got to be a long snapper. Tanner Carew. They got long snappers running forty times. Got to get down and cover punts. The hell's going on? This is funny. You got the Vic Lombardi Show coming up later at 9 a.m. Adam Morris, DenverStiffs.com. We'll uh, detail what the Nuggets have to do on this three-game roadie. You know what they have to do. We all know what they have to do. We're back after this timeout with our piping hot takes. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up Friday, Crackman and Harris. We got the Avalanche in a big one against the Minnesota Wild. Peter McNabb is going to tell us just how lousy of a human being every single member of the Wild is and the people that would root for them. All right, he probably won't do that, but he will discuss hockey with us. Plus, we got the Nuggets in Memphis. Um, It's time to stop losing games. Gotta beat the Grizz. Lindsey H. Jones from the Combine and much, much more. Tune in to the Friday edition of Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre Pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon one.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Doug Moe is bilingual. He spoke English in profanity. The Nuggets' all-time winningest coach and a man who delivered his message his own way. Hell, we stand over there with our heads up. Hands up! His being would take over and Linda Blair would emerge. Wow. Get up! Just during games, I get all carried away. Radio broadcasts were the first X-rated broadcast. Moe, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. Premiering Sunday, March 11th at 6 p.m. on Altitude 
Attitude TV. I just coach what I feel. If it's different from other people and other people don't like it, I can't do nothing about it. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. Guys, spring is almost upon us. Time to look and feel your best this summer. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery. Now's the time to put your best face forward, feeling your best in your own skin, and maybe that new job promotion could be on the horizon. So if you're thinking about plastic surgery, you must contact Grossman Caprero. They're experts in plastic surgery, the best, trusted and respected for decades in Colorado. Stay in the game both professionally and personally and do what I did. Contact Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery for a consultation today. Go to BeautifulMe.com. That's BeautifulMe.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. There's a crash on the ramp from eastbound C-470 on to University. That has eastbound C-470 slow from Lucent. This report is brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And traffic is slow. Westbound C-470 between Ken Carroll and Bellevue. Plows and CDOT trucks are lined up on the right shoulder as part of a funeral procession for a CDOT co-worker. That procession starts at 8, but backup's already pretty significant, so you might want to find an alternate route. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And he will dribble out the clock, and this game is over. A terrific come-from-behind victory for the Blazers. Blazers 108. Timberwolves 99. LeBron's pretty move behind his back. From the left side, banks it up, banks it in after he got hit by Sharon. And LeBron has a chance for another traditional three-point play early in this opening quarter. Yeah, the Blazers beat the T-Wolves last night. Damn, the Blazers are ten games above 500. The Cavs lost again. That honeymoon's over. After the trade deadline, they won two in a row, and everybody thought Cleveland was fixed. Since then, they have struggled mightily. They lose at home to the Sixers, 108-97. The Nuggets are in Cleveland tomorrow. Second game of a back-to-back for the Nuggets. They've got Memphis tonight, Cleveland tomorrow. What looked to be a, well, put that down in the loss column. The way Cleveland's playing, have you changed your tune on that game? Uh, maybe a little bit. I mean, it, the, the second half of a back-to-back is tough. But if you looked at the schedule and saw, oh, at Cleveland the night after playing at Memphis, that is one of those scheduled losses, which I hate mm. that term, but that's what it falls into. Maybe not so much anymore. I mean, the the Cavs are, what, four and three since the trade that everybody said fixed them, which was a gross overreaction. Um, it's a winnable game. I'll put it that way. You know, the best-case scenario for the Denver Nuggets is to do the following. Go into Memphis and blitz a team that has lost 11 straight. Blitz them early. 
get a big lead, and this time you have to secure that lead and hold that lead, but get that lead and empty the bench. Get those guys rested on the bench so you can have them for Cleveland tomorrow night, Mm. obviously. That would be the best-case scenario. Take care of business early in Memphis. That too greedy, probably. That's how you beat them. They're uh, they're playing a team that is a half a game away from being the worst team in the NBA. I, I there's we talk a lot on this show about must wins and aren't truly must wins. If you hope to make the playoffs and the Nuggets are quickly seeing themselves fall behind those teams that are kind of jostling for three through seven, you you can't lose this game. You just can't. But there are some things that I just can't unwatch. And that is part of the damage control when you go through your Twitter feed. This tweet that just came down. A 31-pound Burmese python devours a 35-pound white-tailed deer fawn in Florida. I mean, that... And you you have to watch. You can't help it. You have to watch it, right? You, you know it's going to be gruesome. But a python devouring a deer... In one fell swoop. I'm I'm tuning in for that, and I'm not normally into the you know the gore and that kind of stuff. But would you rather watch that or the combine? That I'd watch that on loop instead of the combine. That's disgusting. And yet I can't stop watching. Let's go. Piping hot takes. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Who is this guy on the text line, 8928, every time we read something about a basketball schedule or the Nuggets, he texts us, here's the latest, and what about the Avs out-of-town scoreboard and upcoming opponents? Trust me, we'll get to it. It's in the rundown. You want to come in and help produce? Give Marty a call right now. I tell you what, give Marty a call. You can have a hand in daily production. We'll get to it. Don't worry, we always do. Hockey guys at it early this morning. Already chapped. Let me talk about that Texas baseball coach. We brought this up yesterday, and I told you, James Manchester, I said the Texas baseball coach who sent that ridiculous email to a local kid applying for a baseball scholarship at Texas Wesleyan, and Mike Jeffcoat, 15-year coach there at Texas Wesleyan, sends back that crude email taking a shot at Colorado politics. I said, that's going to get that coach fired. You said no. I said yes. Well, he's fired. He got canned yesterday. Mike Jeffcoat let go by Texas Wesleyan University. The AD issued a statement. They had a press conference yesterday saying, Mike Jeffcoat no longer an employee. He was separated from the university due to the discriminatory remarks contained in the email to a potential recruit from the state of Colorado. And for another factor that we have been investigating for the past week. That other factor was not revealed. Clearly... How he felt via the email. Can you imagine how he felt in person? And that's the key. That's why he was fired. You can have your political persuasions. We all do. We're all human. I get it. But once you start impacting kids, that's bad for business. That's bad for Texas Wesleyan University. And if it's bad for the school and bad for business, that's how you lose your job. 
You can't have your political leanings influence young kids. You can't do it. Sorry. There's a line that's, that needs to be drawn. And he crossed that line. When you're an educator or a coach at any level, you have to be inclusive. You can't suddenly draw a line and say someone of this political persuasion can't be on our team. You can't do it. Can't have Yahoo spewing this kind of craziness. But you know what? It better cut both ways. I hope it cuts both ways. I'll give you a personal example. And I hate to go there, but it's the only thing I can tell you. My kid goes to CU Boulder. Taking a class this semester called Environmental Studies. And as soon as he told me he was taking that class, I go, better watch out. Better make sure that you're on the same page as your professor. Environmental studies, especially up in Boulder. You better what you better know what you're gonna get out of that. And my kid, James, is a he's a pretty arch conservative. He's a fiscal conservative, alright? So I said, you better make sure that whatever you write or whatever you come with come up with is in line with your professor. Especially there. Because if it's not, you may you may pay the price in your grade. So it better cut both ways. Political persuasion, political leanings better not impact his grade, if you know what I mean. And I think you do. That's my hot take. What's yours? It's Manchester's hot take. Oddly, Vic, I uh, want to comment on the uh, same story. But uh, it's, it's looking at page two of the Denver Post sports section today. Side by side stories. And it points out to me how we have just lost our mind in this country. So on one side is Sean Miller, a guy who everybody thinks cheats. I, I mean, I, that's a blanket statement, but I think it's pretty damn accurate to the point where Tad Boyle, a fellow coach in his conference, comes out in a, pre, a post-game press conference and essentially calls him out as a cheater. So he cheats. There's supposedly an FBI wiretap of him offering to pay a player $100,000 to come to the University of Arizona. He gets support from his athletic director and the administration yesterday, and he retains his job. Meanwhile, a baseball coach who, look, did he send a dumb email? Should he have said, thank your liberal politicians in that email? No. But for Mike Jeffcoat to get fired and for the school's administrators to say he was separated from the university due to the discriminatory remarks contained in the email. Discriminatory. Really? Okay, is he saying I don't want to recruit... Uh, guys from Colorado. Yeah. Is that, I guess, discriminatory? That's the of discriminatory. No, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 here's my point. Okay, fine. It's a little bit like saying, I don't want to recruit curveball pitchers. I mean, come on, that's offensive to us? You know what discrimination was? Discrimination was college basketball before Don Haskins at Texas Western went out and actually recruited African-American players. That was discrimination. See, Say, no, wait, hold, um, you're limiting on. discrimination this, simply to race, and there's more to discrimination than race. Oh, this is race. ridiculous. Come on. This is silly. We're making a big deal out of a guy saying, you know what? I don't want to recruit players from Colorado because I'm tired of them flunking their drug test. Really? That's discrimination in America in 2018? That's something that's a fireable offense? That's something we get all worked up about? Was it stupid? Yes. But discrimination? Oh, God. I, I, it, we have just, we have lost our minds. Collectively, we have lost our minds. We're offended by absolutely everything, and you have to get fired for everything you say that isn't 100% PC and perfect. We've lost our collective minds.
Did you hear the second part of my hot take, though? It has to cut both ways. Political persuasion. You know, clearly you're upset because some guys, some yahoo said something about liberal politics and it got you fired up. If my, and again, the only example I can give you is a personal one. If my son gets an F on a paper and the professor says, I didn't like this because, you know, I'm teaching environmental studies and um, it's pretty clear that the way we're uh, running our environment is irresponsible and blah, blah, blah. You know what's going on, right? Sure. You hey, know what's going on. I just want to make sure everybody gets my point. I don't agree with this coach. I don't agree with his politics. I don't. I just don't think everything is something that we should be offended by and should be a fireable offense. We've taken it to a ridiculous extreme. Well, you have to under- ridiculous. Not off- but see, I'm not offended by his political leanings. I'm not offended. I'm with him there. That's that's. I'm offended that he would hold a kid, an independent kid, responsible for something that he has no say over. Fine. That's wrong. And my point That's is... flat wrong. That would be like my kid's professor giving him an F because he wrote a well-thought-out paper that disagreed with her political beliefs. That's what I'm talking about. I don't care about your political beliefs. I care about whether or not it's a good paper. This wasn't about politics. He made it about politics with one stupid sentence, and we are out of our collective minds. That's 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 where we've gone. Ah, I think it's fine. I have no issue with it. And you know what? I think most people agree with me. Nope. Yeah. No. You know what? Nobody has an issue with it until you become the guy who says one thing that you didn't even intend to be you, you, you offensive, know be like? and you, you get fired because everybody goes crazy about you it. You know what it would be like? It would be like this. You can only listen to this radio show. We're only going to allow listeners that are Republicans to listen to this radio show. That's if not you're... what it's like. It's sure not what it's like at all. It's sure not. It of course not. it is. It's okay. A, that's okay. A bad How about analogy. this? How about this? We know that most people from Texas lean right. So if you're from Texas, you're not welcome to listen to this radio show. We've already, you know, we're, we've had it with your politicians. You know what it would be like? So, would, no, would, that's exactly what it's it would right. be like. You saying, "Hey, if you move here, you can't drive on the roads for five years." Is that discriminatory? That's Sounds like point. it. That's a very valid point. Sounds like it. I may be discriminating against transplants. And you're just being funny, but God forbid somebody get offended by that. I should be fired. Up next, reasons why I should be fired from this post. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Got to sell that house, don't you? Crunch time has arrived. You got to sell because you got to get yourself into another house. Well, if you want to sell quickly... Call Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call who will make you the following offer. He'll sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive marketing system that is proven to get his clients the most money. So, again, no risk, no obligation, no high pressure. It's just a phone call. Troy Hansford, 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. 
you do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now, and for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd, to take on the Buffalo Bandits at 7 p.m. Finesse, he'll shoot, score! The Loud House is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Show your pride in our great state as players will be wearing special Colorado uniforms. Celebrate all things Colorado and one of its most popular sports. Smith shot state there by Phil Ward. There'll be tons of action. With a head of steam, the clock and shoot the score. Don't miss us. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. Doug Moe. He's bilingual. Spoke English in profanity. The Nuggets' all-time winningest coach. And a man who delivered his message his own way. Hell, we stand over there with our heads up. Heads up! His being would take over and Linda Blair would emerge. Get up! Just during games, like it all carried away. Radio broadcasts were the first X-rated broadcast. Moe, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. Premiering Sunday, March 11th at 6 p.m. on Altitude TV. I just coach what I feel. If it's different from other people and other people don't like, I can't do nothing about it. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's a three-car crash blocking the left lane on eastbound I-70 approaching Pecos. That's backing things up to Lowell. This report is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. And still working an accident on the ramp from eastbound C-470 on to University. C-470 slow in both directions approaching University. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at Positive coach.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. I just want to make sure everybody gets my point. I don't agree with this coach. I don't agree with his politics. I don't. I just don't think everything is something that we should be offended by and should be a fireable offense. We've taken it to a ridiculous extreme. Well, you have to under- Oh, you get a chance to finish my comment there. I, I probably went deep on that comment. Here's a here's a follow up on it, Vic. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I think that really bothers me about this. 
is this is typical with society today of we go and we address the small problem and you know it's a it's a cosmetic change and it makes us feel like we're really doing something and we ignore all the big issues. Yeah. Like this guy got fired in a day. How long is it going to take for Sean Miller to get canned? Wait, How long did it take for people at Michigan State to get canned? How long did it take for people at Penn State to get canned? How long did it take for people at Baylor to get fired? It took months. It took yeah. years. This guy sends one dumb email about pot, and he gets fired in 24 hours. How do you know it was that email that got him fired? How do you know it just wasn't the final straw? Well, the That's timing the is coincidental. Yeah. But, you know, and and I agree with you on the offensive thing. I'm offended that people are so easily offended in this world. <laughs> That's offensive to me. That's a 2018 take right there. It really is. I'm offended by that. I'm so offended. I actually agree that, with that. So offended that you, whoever you are, are offended by something somebody says. That's offensive to me. Unless, unless it affects a certain person and clearly discriminatory toward a certain faction or person. And it, it listen, a, a, an educator, a coach in this case is an educator, like it or not. You can't do that. Much like the other way around. And somebody on the text line brought this up. I'll read it word for word from three, two, four, four. It does not cut both ways. Look at all the universities and you see that conservatives across the country and colleges are attacked in the classroom, failed by professors, ostracized, and sometimes, okay, I don't know about this last part, sometimes physically attacked by students. Where? That last part stuns me. I, I get it. I get it. It has to cut both ways. You can't jam your political persuasions down my throat. I can think for myself as an educator. I don't care where you teach. You cannot tell me how to think. You can provide the framework. You can educate me. You can give me a history lesson. You can tell me what's at stake. But you cannot tell me how to think. And if how I think impacts my grade, you failed me. If it impacts my playing time or my scholarship, you have failed me. That coach failed a kid. That's why he got fired. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I don't think it applies to this to this situation. Again, well, he just told the kid not to even apply. What are you talking about? He told the kid not to bother to apply because of his his home state's political leanings. Okay, but if, he failed that that's kid. The, that's the huge difference. You're talking about your kid getting a bad grade because he's a conservative and the and the professor is a liberal. This coach doesn't know this player's political leanings. He doesn't. He, he all he was saying is I'm I'm tired of wasting my time recruiting kids from Colorado and then they can't pass a drug test. That's what he said. Now the one sentence he put in there about blame your liberal politicians was stupid and that's what made it political. I get it. And that's but why it, he got fired. He doesn't know if this kid is a is liberal or conservative based on the letter. He, he doesn't, doesn't get, uh, he doesn't get fired if he doesn't add that last line. Agreed. That's, that's, that was the and, dumb and that's part it. of it. Yeah, but come on. That's it. That's it. That's right. it. That's that's where you and I agree. He I, doesn't get fired. And, and that last line got him fired. I just Sorry. think we're so cavalier with other people's lives. Like, this is a guy that that's his job. He has a family that he's, he's trying to support. He has a mortgage to pay. And we're all just so flippant. Oh, just okay, fire him. Well, hold now on. what's my Jeff Goat going to do? Let me Did he do this. something stupid? Yes. Was it one dumb this. sentence? Yes. He should be fired for it after 15 uh, years of good things? There's no goodwill built up for that? God, that's overreactive.
Okay, let me read this. A couple of uh, texts coming across here. Uh, Vic, your comparison to professors and education on this applies in no way whatsoever. How, how does that not apply? Let's say you have a professor that has tenure. And you know, you know, you know how tough that is to fire a professor with tenure. No chance. Okay, let's say that happens. And that professor decides, I'm going to throw my weight around. I'm going to throw my weight around. If some uh, Republican kids writes a, an, an article and I don't agree with it politically, eh, I'm going to give him a C. What if he writes a well-thought-out piece? I'm going to give him a C anyway because I don't agree with it politically. How does that not apply? How is that not the same issue? It's the very same issue. We have a uh, a call, 303-753-0950, 303-753-0950 is our phone number. MJ, who's a teacher from Boulder, wants to talk about this subject. What's up, MJ? Hey, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks yeah. for listening. I uh, like the show, and... Uh... I have to say, Vic, I disagree with you on this issue for a couple of reasons. First, I'm just curious if your son, do you guys have any, has there been a past, uh, you know, have you, have you gotten some papers back from, from the professor in the past that kind of sort of give you that opinion that the teacher is sort of leaning one way or the other? I am a teacher. Yeah. And I was taught in both college, teaching school, as well as by my supervising teacher when I was doing my student teaching that, you know, you need to, you need to, to be apolitical as a teacher so exactly. that the students learn how to voice opinions on both sides of the aisle. So I'm just curious, a, a really good teacher w- would never lean one way or the other. It would just sort of like almost be like the law, be, you know, just, you know, be with blinders on. I'm just curious if, if in like in the few months, is it, did the class start in January? Like, okay, did, 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 and I wrote a great paper, you know, but I lean towards the fiscal right, you know, like I'm like fiscally conservative here. And uh, I don't know, man, I, I got to see. I, I can't figure out why. Was there some past OMG, you have to go back to what I originally, I never said this has happened. I'm saying if that happened, my kid loves that class. He loves his teacher. It's never happened to him. I'm saying if that happened, I'm trying to make a case in point on the other side of the political ledger is all I'm doing here. I'm not saying that that's happening. No, not at all. Not at all. He's, he loves the class and he, in fact, he's got a great grade in the class. But if that happened, if a teacher, and the only reason I'm bringing up Boulder is because, come on, we know the reputation. If that happened, that would be just as wrong as this baseball coach doing what he did. That's all I'm saying. That I do agree with you. If that were to happen, and let's hope it doesn't. Let's hope that teacher, or that professor, says, "No, all sides of issues need to be voiced." I just feel like right now we're in a shout and yell society. Nobody wants to sort of sit down and listen to each side of the aisle. I agree. I agree, MJ. I agree. Hey, good call. And, Thank and, you. And that's a great call, MJ. And you're right. I should have been a little more specific there. I'm putting okay. up a. Uh, what would, what would happen? You know, I'm not putting up a, this did happen. Let me make sure that is clear. Let me, I just told my son when he took that class, I said, Hey, you better make sure from the get go that whatever you put on paper, that that teacher will treat you fairly. Cause I've heard stories before. I've heard stories. Hey, Vic. Right or wrong. Let me ask you a hypothetical. Let's say Mike Jeffcoat and his staff behind closed doors got together and, and he said, guys, let's stop recruiting Colorado. We've had God, 75% of the kids who come down here can't pass the drug test. It's a waste of time. Let's just stop doing it. And it it never went in an email. It never got put on paper. Would, would that be problematic? 
Come again? If they just, if this was behind the scenes, they just made this decision to stop recruiting Colorado and he never wrote the kid the email saying that he was doing that. Would, well, would, it's would taking it, place, but it'd be problematic if it was discovered, yes, but that, you don't think that's taking place right now? You don't think there are people discriminating against other people in the world of sports? Here's academics? my point. My it point is, every day. most people would say, no, it's not a big deal. If they make that decision as a staff, it's not a big deal. However, if that coach and his staff sat, that, sat there and said, hey, you know what, guys? Let's stop recruiting black players. That would be problematic whether he put it on okay. paper or not. Okay, that's great. my point. Then, then, it's then vastly be, different. Great, great. Then he should be fired for being stupid. Stupidity okay. got him fired. So that's for really what public. everybody's upset about is yeah, he's dumb yeah. enough to put it on paper. Yeah, he's not dumb. that it was discriminatory. Exactly. He's dumb. Okay. That's he's my dumb. point. We all have our core beliefs that a lot of them are locked in deep and we won't say it. We all have them. If you're dumb enough to spew that stuff and representing a university, you're not representing you, Mike Jeffcoat. You're representing your university. Okay, okay. Which again is my point of let's tackle the cosmetic problems of a kid, a guy who was dumb enough to put something down in an email that really didn't matter at the end of the day. But let's not go attack the problem of I don't know, uh, employing a uh, physician who sexually assaulted hundreds of girls. Because that takes time and is difficult. Let's go deal with a guy who put something in an email. That's what we do nowadays. That's that's what we jump all over and fix right away. I, I have no idea what that means, and <laughs> and you know I I really don't know where to go with that one. All I'm all I'm saying is if you're dumb enough to make it public, you should be fired. How long did it take to fire people at Michigan State? Took too long. Okay. That one does not equate the other though. One I mean I, I don't understand what the argument is there. You, you, you sound like a, you think I'm arguing against the Michigan State Absolutely scandal? not. Absolutely <laughs> not. That's not what I'm saying. My point is they're jumping on this because it was easy and it's cosmetic and it's surface and there's it's just it's a it's the it's this is the kind of thing we spend our time trying to fix, which is dumb. Hey, I'm I'm very thankful MJ called the show. I really am. I'm glad teachers listen to the show because we're not always right. You know, I screw well, stuff. We're not. I love being challenged on stuff like this. It's great. It's great. And talking is great. Talking before you act is great. That teacher, coach, whatever you want to call him, is a yahoo, and he deserved to be fired in my book. <laughs> you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing? Financing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. 
Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive, and best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need, hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty, cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An earlier crash on eastbound I-70 approaching Pecos has been cleared, but still some residual slowing back to Sheridan. This report is brought to you by Compassion International. And there's an accident on southbound Wadsworth approaching Highway 36 in Broomfield. More than a mile of backups there. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, we got some pretty good young players out of it, and you know nobody bats a thousand. Um, you know I, we we took a lot of heat, and I still see it kind of tossed around from moving moving down for where we were in the draft last summer. Because you know I think the Utah Jazz picked up a heck of a player. Those are Josh Kroenke's comments on the Woj podcast. Josh talking about what on what happened last year when, uh, of course, they traded out of that 13th spot, and Utah ended up picking up Donovan Mitchell. Clearly, in hindsight, the Nuggets would rather have Donovan Mitchell. But it is what it is. You're not going to bat a 1,000. 
They ended up with a pretty good player in Trey Lyles. Now the, the challenge is how do you keep Trey Lyles in the rotation now that Paul Millsap is back? Paul Millsap will eventually become the starter again. Michael Malone mentioned yesterday, who will be a part of that rotation when Millsap returns to the starting unit? Will Barton will go back to the bench. He'll be part of the rotation. Plumley, Lyles, Chandler. They'll have a nine or ten man rotation. And after that, it all depends on injuries and interest, basically. Nine and that's or, the way it should be. Nine or ten man rotation makes me a little nervous because do you remember, Why? do you remember last year how they were better when they had a shorter bench? They were, well, nine, nine's a short bench. They I mean, were, they were better, they were better when they were playing seven or eight guys. They were. You can't, you can't play seven or eight guys down the stretch in the okay. month of I mean, we spent an insane. entire, we spent an entire season talking about how, you know what, even though you don't like to see anybody go down, they're actually a little better when they're playing less guys. I, I just think it becomes problematic. <laughs> what, is this? what is this, Hoosiers? <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, <laughs> real, real quick, Vic, and I don't want to belabor this yeah. point, but it, it, you know, because it's you and I talking, I think it's people think I'm arguing with you about this. I'm more arguing in general. I'm arguing with the the, the masses. So sure. my my point wasn't that you weren't jumping on it. I'm just saying, as a society, I wish we jumped on big issues as much as man. People pounced on this guy. That was my only yeah. point. That was what I was saying. No, I get it. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you this, and I'll get back to you know. It's funny. I'll get back to what Josh Cronkey had to say. Uh, about the G League helping out, uh, this one and done business. But I have to, I have to ask you this. Do you know what a bigot is? Do you know the definition of a bigot? I know what a bigot is. Do okay, I know the I've been definition? Called a bigot. You know, I was called, I was once called a bigot by a teacher. Really? Yeah. That's a pretty big accusation. You think? <laughs> Man. Yeah. You that, think? That wouldn't take kindly to being called nah, that. Me neither. I wasn't. I wasn't. And, and it, and it left a scar. But a bigot is a person who is obstinately or intolerantly devoted to his or her own opinions and prejudices. There's different definitions of bigot. Now, you can go further. One who regards or treats the members of a group, such as a racial or ethnic group, with hatred or intolerance. That's the universally known yeah. definition of a bigot. Yeah. But the other definition, the one that I preceded that with, is a person who is obstinately or intolerantly devoted to his or her own opinions and prejudices. Isn't that what we do every morning on this show? I am intolerantly devoted to my opinions. Isn't that pretty much me and mm. you? No. I mean, how many times in the last year and a half have you said, you know what, James, uh, you were right and I was wrong? Okay, so that's not intolerant. I've changed my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you say that a lot. Okay. Okay, you're right. I Now, this coach, when I give you the definition of a bigot, doesn't it fit perfectly? Doesn't it fit to the T, a person, a coach, who is intolerantly devoted, so much so that he cost this kid a chance at a scholarship by nothing okay. the kid did, but by something his state did? Okay. Isn't that the exact definition of a bigot? Potentially. Here's the thing, and here's what we don't know in this story. If there really aren't kids from Colorado who have come to Texas Wesleyan and flunked drug tests, then yes, he's a bigot because he's making this decision solely based on his political uh, leanings. If there are a bunch of kids from Colorado who have come down there and wasted his time and his coaching staff's time by failing drug tests, then he's not. He, he And he made it look that way by putting in the political sentence. I get that. 
But that to me is the key factor here of, of whether or not it was a legitimate thing to just go, you know what? I'm tired of it. I, I'm tired of dealing with it. I, I don't want to, I don't want to have more kids come down here and flunk drug tests, which I think is a reasonable, now not smart. It's not free market, but a reasonable <clears throat> path to go down. If that was just made up and he just doesn't like kids from Colorado because of the political leanings of the state, well, then, yes, I agree with you, and I agree with the majority of people. That's what we don't know. I don't know how many kids have flunked drug tests. I don't. Uh, on the text line, Luis, who listens to this show loyally, we appreciate it. Luis says, Vic, why are you giving your kid a pre-built excuse? Reputation of Boulder be damned. I've heard you argue over and over against people not complaining or having excuses and softness and all that business. Here you are giving your kid a pre-built excuse for his class. That's a very valid, very valid assessment there, Luis. But I guess my assessment was this. When he told me he was taking that class, I was like, why? I said, why? What, 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 what are you taking that class for? Ah, uh, that's all that was left. No, oh, that's a bad reason. I know. Well, just, and, and that's what I told him. I said, just be careful when you're taking a class that you know not the expectations, just be careful. I don't think that's all. I don't think giving him a warning and giving him a heads up. It's not a pre-built excuse. If he no. gets an F in the class because he doesn't do his papers right or if he doesn't fall, then he deserves an F. If he gets an F in his class because he disagrees with the political persuasions of the teacher, I got a problem with that. Agreed. No, I agree with you on that. That's the point I'm making, Luis. Wholeheartedly. Uh, another text that came in. A teacher from Boulder is full of it. Teachers are not apolitical, especially where my kids go to school. Evergreen. Well, I don't want to get too, I'm not going to get too personal here on specific schools. I constantly have to talk to my kids on occasion and I've showed up at their school. Okay. You know, listen, when this, uh, politicizing gets combative like that, uh, this is a sports show. Yeah. No, I don't no, want to I'm... go down that road, but I've seen it. We've all seen it. Let's not pretend it doesn't happen. And I really, I, I appreciate MJ calling the show. And, and defending teachers as well you should because they're the majority of teachers are great people great people fair people but there are bad apples in that group just like there are bad apples in the coaching group just like there are bad apples in the talk radio group just be fair that's all be fair i don't care what you think at home be fair when you're in public when you're representing whatever institution you represent fairness means more than anything I do think we can both agree it was really dumb of this guy to put it in an email. That's what I'm saying. He should be fired just for being dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that just was... Just for being dumb. Yeah, I, I mean, what do you think? He, he, I could see this guy firing off the email right now. <laughs> Check this out. I'm going to take a shot at this kid. Take yeah. a shot at Colorado right here. Dude, it's 2018. Do you think that's going to go unnoticed? Are you that dense? The The, the denseness of that man is rightful reason to get fired. Well, it doesn't show that he uh, has particularly good judgment at all times. I would agree with that. I don't trust that coach to tell me how to get from first to third now. All right, I don't Vic, trust him. All right, Vic, let, let, let's do a little adaption here to the uh, to the rundown. We're going to do power five at eight, so right after we yeah. reset. And then because you didn't want to talk Rockies, which I get, we'll do the Josh Kroenke comments from the Woj po- podcast. Yes, because it's very interesting. The ideas, the idea that Josh Kroenke has to fix the one yeah. and done, you've heard us talk about it on this show before I even knew that he had that same thing in mind. You've heard us talk about it. We talked about it two days ago, how to fix the one and done rule. Little did we know that the president of the Nuggets has a plan in place that he's ready to bring up to his fellow NBA owners. You'll hear it later. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Reset top of the show. 
The Nuggets are in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies. Tip-offs at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 5.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Yeah, Harris for three. Got it again. Oh! Money's on fire tonight. Oh, my God, I think I'm guilty. you got to be kidding me. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. <laughs> Dick Lombardi. I like this song, Jesse. Something about this song. What is this song? Uh, this is the Chemical Brothers. Was this in? Was this in some movie from India? Not sure. Wait, wait a minute. Was this in some movie from India? What was that movie from India where the dude wins of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Slumdog oh, Millionaire. It was was that of, that movie? It was one of the uh, sure. best picture winners since 2000 that Marty taught us about yesterday. I don't was, know why that drums up that movie in my mind. I'm just a weird human, but for some reason I think of that movie when that song comes up. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. It was a good movie. Hour number two of the program. Um we will get into uh, the Nuggets a little bit later. More hockey talk with the Avs. They got a big one tonight. It's a, a doubleheader night. Uh, the Nuggets are on the road to Memphis. The Avs with a huge game again at home against the Minnesota Wild. If you've looked at the standings, um, hopefully hockey guy's listening and doesn't get mad. Uh, Minnesota's got 79 points. The Wild have taken off of late. The uh, the Avs are one point out of that wild card spot at 73. Dallas has 77. Anaheim, 74. Those two hold the wild card positions as we speak. So the Avs have some work in front of them. But if they continue at this rate at home, two more points tonight. Just chalk it up. Well, and I believe, uh, if, if memory serves and listening to Moe's yesterday, uh, the Avs can take care of business themselves against a lot of the teams ahead of them other than Dallas. I don't think they have Dallas on the schedule the rest of the way if if memory serves what yeah. uh, what Moe's was saying. But See, that, that that's good for them. They can they can go and it starts tonight. You got Minnesota ahead of you. Well, you can get two points tonight. See, here's another example like hockey guy who continually assaults the show and the text line saying that we don't give it equal play as we do the NBA. He might be right. Maybe we do talk more NBA. Maybe we do. But it's not out of spite. It's not out of hatred. It's not because I'm a bigot toward hockey guy. It's what we talk about. That's what the that's how the show's designed. You know, we do have this rundown in front of us, but I'm not going to stick to the rundown if something else piques my interest. Well, I mean, you do uh cover the Nuggets for Altitude TV. It stands to reason we would probably talk a little bit more Nuggets. Somebody on the text line said Hockey guys assaulting the one station in town that actually talks Avalanche. I mean, there's Give me a break. There is some. Uh... Irony in that. Yeah, is that the right is. use of irony? People always use it wrong. It feels like that's irony, but I don't know. It's kind of like well, I don't that. like the way you're pronouncing it. I call it irony. Irony? You're really hitting that R hard. Irony. It's irony. It's ironic. It it's not ironic. You're, you're right. Ironic. I know. It just it just really bothers me the way you're pronouncing it. Is this just because HW hasn't been here all week to pick? Yeah. Up? Yeah. You so finally just had to you. pick on me. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go. Let's hit our Power Five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. 
All right, our Power Five is um, in light of what we're watching on NFL Network right now, the uh, NFL Combine, where just 45 minutes ago, we're watching place kickers run the 40-yard dash. I want you to think about that for a second. I want you to just digest that thought. Place kickers running the 40-yard dash. And I want you to think about what value, what, what value that holds in the whole scheme of things, NFL. Why do you care about your place kicker running a 40-yard dash? Why are place kickers even invited to the combine? You mean to tell me you can't have private workouts to evaluate kickers? You have to invite them to Indy? Well, if there was ever a position where you ought to just look at the film and look at the stats, it's a place kicker. I mean, so let me, Philip Lindsay doesn't get invited, but kickers do? Uh, cause you could never say, well, he, he, you know, he made a lot of his field goals in college, but I don't know about his level of competition. Like it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> You're right. Just you look at the kick. numbers. You can kick for Adams State or <laughs> Alabama. And if you can kick, you can kick. Right, right. The, the, the rest of the stuff is, is just, it's silly. It's I mean, nonsense. The NFL, the, there's some things the NFL does. They're so good, right? They're so smart. They're, they're, it's the best league in sports. I get it. And then they're so dumb. Yeah, but, so stupid. But we're talking about it. It's our yes, Power Five today. So our Power Five uh, question of the day, and this is to win tickets to the uh, Mile High Beer Fest, which is this weekend, is what event do you want added to the Combine to make it more watchable? What do you want to see added? Vic, do you have any suggestions? Well, I, there's more that I would eliminate than add. Well, I would I, eliminate I, I, almost all I, of them. You know, a lot of the stuff, the NFL linemen, Orlando Brown, who's uh, the son of the the late great, he just ran the forty and he ran it in five eight, and like oh my god, I think it was five eight, some five oh eight. What I don't care what he ran the forty. And the point is, I don't care. Can he block within a ten yards? Right. You know, how many times does a forty yard dash play a part in an offensive lineman's effectiveness? How many times has Brandon McManus run forty yards full sprint during his Broncos career? That's the thing. I can see now, I could see guys in the front office assessing kickers, right? It's draft day. They're yeah. Like, okay, it's this guy or that guy. Who's going to be able to chase down a kick returner? Who's going to be able to cut that angle? Hmm. No one. Do you think Sebastian Janikowski is very fast? You think Ray Guy got where he got because of his speed? <laughs> uh, it's just Don't silly. Be stupid. All right, so 3 0. Uh, 933, we want your suggestions for new events. What do you want added to the combine, uh, to make it more interesting? Make it more watchable? What would you add? Well, you know, here's one thing I would add, and I'd make it very simple. You know when they're having the quarterbacks throw footballs down the field to mm-hmm. receivers? How hard would it be to just take all the DBs that were invited to the combine? Hey guys, you cover these receivers as the quarterbacks are throwing the ball. How hard would that be? That would be that would be great. Actually, hey, what's so hard about that? Well, All right, let's see. Let's test these DBs. Don't tell them what the route is. Test these DBs. They got their shorts on. Let's see what how they react. Uh, that would be good. You would get to see. Hey, can a guy uh, actually get open against someone when sure. you're evaluating receivers? Can, and, can a quarterback throw the ball over the DB's head rather right. than over nobody? Right. No, that's a that's a really that would be a very good one. That seems almost so logical. I don't know why they don't do it. You know, and, and you can't really do any tackling drills, obviously. But what about? Have you seen those uh, those like stand up robots that they can use that sure move around and run routes and stuff like that? What if we yeah. ran those on routes and could have? Defensive players just come across and crush them. 
Yeah. And, and don't give me this crap that, oh, you don't want to get guys hurt. It's a combine. Well, you know what? Uh, the center for Ohio State tore his peck yesterday doing the bench press. So guys get hurt all the time at the combine. Happens all the time. So don't give me this injury thing. If you're going to have a combine, have a combine. I, I don't know it, what else you add. What if you just did it like uh, Battle of the Network Stars? You had to do like the obstacle course, and they did it more in, in groups and teams. That would be more interesting. Let's have a winner. Isn't that essentially what it is? Kind of, but like let's let's have more uh, events that are a little more fun. You know, like when we used to see Robert Culp trying to get over the wall, and then jump the water, and then you know play tug of war. I want to I want to see Battle of the Network Stars and have a that winning kind team. Of, uh, combine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it you would know, be just as useful. You know the part of the combine I, I would really relish more than all this crap? And it will never happen. It will never happen. I want a microphone in on those meeting rooms where these teams are asking ridiculous questions to every player. You know the kind, the psychological yeah. questions? The Travis Heath type questions? That would be, that would actually doctor. be really interesting if we could go inside that room. That those is rooms. something I would watch. Well, what are they asking? How are they asking? How are they interacting? What do they want to know? That to me is appealing. Not if a guy can freaking run a 40. Would it, share. would it shock you if eventually we start to see that? Because 10, 15 years ago, we didn't see what they're showing right now. It was behind closed doors, just you know, for scouts, just for GMs. If, but if we saw that, it wouldn't be real. You know it wouldn't. You know when you you know what happens behind closed doors is real, and it would never. If a guy knew he was on television, it's just like this case of this coach in Texas. If it becomes public, you get fired. Well, but who, behind behind closed doors, these guys, these guys can say whatever the hell they want, and ask whatever the hell they want. Who was the GM? I think it was the Dolphins GM, right? That asked Des Bryant the inappropriate question about, about his, his mother. mother? Hey, you don't think those inappropriate questions are being asked to Was this that Jeff Ireland? Day? Was that who that was? I, I don't was remember Ireland. who it was, but he did ask a question. But you don't think other guys asked that same question of Des Bryant? You don't think it's taking place right now? Of course it is. That would That's be why it would never fascinating work. to be behind the scenes for that, though. That would be really, really good. All right, 30933, chance to win Mile High Beer Fest tickets. Let us know what you want added. To the NFL scouting combine. When is this Mile High, Mile High Beer Fest? What, is yeah, that this weekend? This weekend, yeah. We gotta get these passes out. So those beer drinkers out there, you know who you are. Like all of you, this you is, want beer drinking free. This is where you can go and try all those different kinds of beers that taste like they've been brewed using my sock. All right, like that. This is it. This is the place. On the text line. Vic, I'm a diehard Broncos and Avs fan in Dallas. I'm a conservative as well. Can I listen to the show? I agree with Manchester. Dumb email by coach, but didn't need to be fired. Adam in Dallas. Adam, you, you write this, you write that text as if to allege, I don't agree with your political persuasions. Guess who's the most conservative guy probably in our studio at our entire radio? Who do you think's the most just conservative politically guy? Who do you think it is? Well, I know it's not me. You're listening to him. The point is, I don't care what my political persuasions are. As soon as you make it unfair for a kid, you're wrong. That's all I'm saying. As soon as you discriminate against a kid, you're wrong. It's not the coach's job. I don't care where you're from. I don't care that you're from Dallas. Was that some type of badge of honor? What do you think? They're not conservatives that live in Boulder? Or Alaska? I don't care where you're from. 
Hell, you're discriminating. You almost discriminate by saying where you're from. Like that means something to me. Let's talk to Josh Kroenke next. Let's hear what he had to say about how to fix the uh, one and done rule in the NCAA. Great, and I'll leave it with this, Vic. I think you just summed up the whole conversation in three words. Just be fair. That's it. Be fair. It's not hard. Be fair. We're back after this. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. If the Avs can hang on, they're going to win 5-2 to two with the empty netter. And so that's the way it went last night. But here's the reason this game was so important. When you get to this point of the year and you're playing games like this, and Jerry Bednar and I think the players would tell you that essentially right now what you're doing, like the Nuggets are doing, like Michael Malone said, you're playing playoff hockey right now. That's what you are doing. You're playing for your playoff lives. And when you look at the standings today, the Avs are still in the number 10 spot in the Western Conference. They're still 10th. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Have you ever wanted to refinance your mortgage but didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Hey, this is Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing, and let me tell you, they can help. When refinancing to eliminate mortgage insurance, lower your rate, or consolidate high-interest debt, you don't have to worry about resetting your loan. Because at American Financing, they offer 9, 13, or 18-year loans, really any term you need. It's truly a custom loan. You choose the term based on your budget, and they'll find the most competitive interest rate. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. They'll guide you through the options and will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. They may even get you closed in as fast as 10 days. So get started now. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Construction season is in full swing, and Brandon Sand and Gravel is ready and able to hire now. Paid trading starts as soon as pre-employment is complete. So plan on attending the hiring event Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at Brandon Sand and Gravel at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. Brandon has endless opportunities for all levels and will be performing on-site interviews and making immediate job offers. All offers are contingent on background check, drug screening, and physical. So make plans to attend the huge hiring event at Brandon Sand and Gravel Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. I'm Colorado Attorney. Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. 
Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from... From Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. The Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Altitude 950 traffic update. Still working a three-car crash on southbound Wadsworth approaching Highway 36 in Broomfield. Traffic slow on that southbound drive on 287 between the Northwest Parkway and the Boulder Turnpike. This report is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. And there's a funeral procession on westbound C-470 between Ken Carroll and Highway 285. Traffic slow and stop and go through there. Also an accident on southbound I-25 at I-70. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, some of the texts are coming in, and I am uh, laughing out loud. You you guys are great. Our listeners are so creative. You're funny. You're funny. So the Power 5 question of the day, what other event would you introduce to the NFL Combine? What other thing would you bring to the table uh, that is an actual football thing? Because what they do now, running the 40 for kickers is useless and stupid. What would you rather see them do at the Combine? And some of the uh, suggestions coming in are great. For example, hidden camera in the quarterback room. Put an Xbox and game film in the room and see which way the quarterback goes. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. Now, that being said, that is awesome. I, I do like the, and I don't know who's going to do it now, but the John Gruden quarterback things where he has them in there and they break down film. Yes, and you want to see how they think. Yes. I would love to see that yes. with quarterbacks at the Combine. Exactly right. That would Have be great. an independent guy. It's got to be somebody yeah. that's not affiliated with the team. Just talk strategy. I want to see how their minds work. That would be fascinating. Or to, you know, hey, review some of your game film. Why did you throw it here? Why did you do this? That would yep. be really interesting. Uh, some of the other suggestions coming across. I would add a game to see how fast a player can get arrested. Not a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> oh, God. Don't tell me you'd watch the hell out of that, though. You know you would. Yeah, for sure. You'd have all these, all, all these pratfall opportunities, whatever, just sort of set it up where, you got this Dr. Evil in the background. It's a little bit like punk. Remember that TV show where they're sitting yes, in a, they're sitting in a van trying to that. set you up? See, now this is a very constructive suggestion right here. A timed 400-pound sled push for linemen, 10 to 15 yards. I don't care how far a, 
an interior lineman runs 40 in. I want to see him push a sled for 15 yards. That's, That's a good terrible. one. That's not terrible. It makes more sense, doesn't it? I'd like to see the quarterbacks just see how far they can throw it so Josh Dirk, Allen can win. Dirk's got one on the text line. And, Dirk, thanks for adding your name to the end of your text. Please, let's personalize these texts. Dirk says, how about a spelling bee? <laughs> well, you uh, laugh. Don't tell me. All right, if I told you right now, NFL Combine, 40-yard dash, bench press, broad jump, spelling bee. You had to choose one to watch. Which one would you watch? Spelling bee. No doubt about it. Well, Hands that, down. Yeah. If you're listening and you're not saying spelling bee, you're lying to yourself. You'd watch the hell out of spelling bee. It would be NFL much more combined entertaining. spelling bee. Yeah. It would be entertaining. Oh, how good would that be? I would. <laughs> it'd be very embarrassing for some. And then again, you got those dudes who are just getting 50s and 45s on the Wonderlick. By the way, our boy Manchester here killed the Wonderlick when you took it last year. What'd you get on it? 41. Which, by the way, is not as well. You did not do what Nate Kreckman did on the Wonderlick. I understand Nate got a 43? I think I was 41. I know I took it four or five years ago and had a 47. Not trying to one-up Nate. I, apparently I'm okay, getting, yeah, I'm getting yeah, you, dumber. You got a 47, I'm right. getting dumber. I did. All right. I did. Let's get back to the uh, topic we discussed uh, just a few minutes ago. Josh Kroenke, president of uh, your Denver Nuggets, on the Woj podcast. I'm not going to try to uh, pronounce Woj's last name. I'll let you try that. Um, was asked about how to fix the one and done. Because the one and done has led to a lot of, let's be honest, corruption and scandal in college basketball. Well, uh, Josh had a great idea. And it's one that we've discussed on this show. You have to take advantage and develop this G League. It can't be there just to store players. You have to develop players. And if that means you have to take players right out of high school to develop in, why not? So listen to Josh's thoughts on the Woj podcast recently. Lots of proposals get brought to the league office. I know they come through the pipeline there, and I know Denver had one built around the idea of sort of readdressing in context to the one and done, essentially a, a one-round high school draft. Thought about it from an angle that, you know, let's give these these young men a chance to to come in, you know, earn earn a salary, uh, open up their you know, open up their pathway for, for endorsements. But also they, the part of it was, you know, the one round high school draft was they had to spend a mandatory year in the development league. Really what that w- would do is, you know, instead of going to college, um, where a lot of these young men are going for the one and done really, you know, coming from my experience as a basketball player at, at University of Missouri, you know, a lot of those guys, I know exactly the, the scenario that they're going through because they, they come in, they go to class in the fall. And really, once really, the only reason that they're going to class in the fall is to make sure they're eligible for second semester. Once second semester rolls around, you know, and if they're a one and done type of guy, they don't really need to go to class too much anymore. And so, I mean, they're truly there um, to play basketball. And ultimately, I think you know you can't ignore the amount of money that's around the the professional sports these days, especially the NBA. I mean, it's one once you sign that dotted line, your life is immediately changed. And um, a lot of these young men come from uh, challenging backgrounds, just like a lot of my, my college teammates did. And so I've seen kind of the, the college athlete lifestyle, uh, and it's not very glamorous. And knowing the money that's generated, uh, you know, and it's obviously getting a lot of traction in the, in the news today with everything that's going on with the NCAA, uh, being an infusion of talent for the NBA. And I think it would do these elite basketball players a, a good service in the long run because part of that, 
mandatory one year in the development league was uh, you had to kind of go through an MBAU, uh, mm-hmm. as we called it, um, you know, kind of a lot of life skills. Right now they have a rookie transition program, which I think is wonderful, but this was essentially be, you know, more of a year-long rookie transition program where these, you know, 18, 19-year-old kids were understanding how to be adults, how to, how to prepare for life as a professional, how to prepare for, you know, that big paycheck that's coming your way. I can't tell you how much I love that idea by Josh Kroenke on the Woj podcast. NBAU. There it is. There's the name. That's everything. So one let, year, not let, four years, not three, one year of deep learning, not necessarily philosophy class, just learning about how to manage money, how to manage life. I like, there's gotta be some learning. I like this idea. Let me, let me make sure I understand it though. So there's the supplemental draft. You have the normal draft where you're drafting college kids or kids yes. who played overseas. Yes. There's a supplemental draft and you can select high school kids. Just one round. So let's one, go, one player. Per team. That's let's it. Go, because you know, back. you only talk about a handful of guys anyway. Let's go back two years ago. Let's, sure. Let's, Emmanuel, three years ago, Emmanuel Moutier coming out yes. of high school in Dallas. Yes. So the Nuggets draft him. Emmanuel yes. Moutier then has three choices. He can go to SMU, play for Larry Brown. He can go play for the Nuggets in the D League, or he can go to China or overseas or any place, right? So exactly. those, are his, those are his three choices. Yes. Let's say he does the G League option. What happens to him after that year? Is he after still that, a Nugget or is he back in the draft? No, after that one year, he's property of the Nuggets. So he what is, is a Nugget? What does he get he's paid? Drafted by the Nuggets. Does he get paid first round well, pick money? I'll tell you what he gets paid. It depends what the Nuggets think of him. If he's a see in that one year, and the, here is the distinction, and I'm not sure Josh talked about this. In that one G League year, you are not allowed to play in the NBA. You are not allowed. As much as you would like this kid to develop in the NBA, you cannot go there. You have to stay in the G League for that year and learn under NBA U. But after that year, if you're good enough and you're developed enough and you're an NBA player, by all means, go move up. But if you're not, you're stuck in the G League. So would he, but would, would Emmanuel Moody have gotten the same money he got as the seventh overall pick? That would be my question. That's a great question. The money changes. It's a, what do you do financially? Well, here's the solution to that. If after that first year in the G League, NBA U, you're called up to the NBA, then your, your contract changes. Then you move up to that next status, that NBA contract. And you have to establish what is fair compensation for a guy that was drafted, what, seventh overall in NBA U and now plays in the NBA the following year. So what is fair compensation for him? Here's what I think. Here's how I think you do it, Vic. So the, the, the draft order for, for the high school draft is the same as the regular draft. If the Nuggets with the seventh overall picked in, in the NBA U draft, would have drafted Emmanuel Moutier coming out of high school. Then they exercise their option the next year to bring him to the NBA. He gets the same money as the seventh overall pick in the draft. Sure. And I get this. Texters are saying you can already go straight to the G League. I know you can. We're talking about getting these studs to go develop in the G League. They're not going to the G League. You think DeAndre Ayton's going to volunteer for the G League? How He's many kids? Grand at Arizona right now. How many kids? If, if if in this situation, let's just say the the salary for the one year you're in the G League is a million bucks. I don't know what it would be, but let's say what it is because I think that's what Moutier made in China. How many kids do you think would choose a year in the G League making a million over a year at North Carolina? Yeah, I don't know. You know, and that's hidden money and real money, and therein lies the difference here. If if Josh's plan is to work, then the NBA has to invest in it. The NBA has to devote more money to it. The NBA has to be real about it. You want to develop and and pay a young kid, you better pay him. You got to make it worth his money and time. 
to go to your G League out of high school. Here's the other part that would be an interesting decision for a kid. Let's say you went 10th overall in the G League draft out of high school. You got to make the decision if, hey, if I go play a year at North Carolina, will I go higher than 10th next year in the regular NBA draft and make more money? That becomes part of the equation, which I think makes it pretty fascinating, but it's uh it's complicated. There's some interesting decisions that have to be made. I like the fact they're talking about it though. And at least Josh recognizes the fact this is an NBA issue. Yes. Not an, it's, this is not an NCAA problem. It's their rule that causes the one and done. Yeah. So if it's an NBA issue, the NBA it's on them to fix it. Agreed. Plenty of text coming in on our power five question of the day. Uh, how would you, uh, fix the combine? What, like right now, I'm watching, what, what are these linemen doing? What are they running? Pass routes? Just in case there's a tackle eligible? What the hell are they doing right now? Give me events, give me things at the combine that you want to see. I like the spelling bee. That would be awesome. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Gotta sell that house, don't you? Crunch time has arrived. You gotta sell because you gotta get yourself into another house. Well, If you want to sell quickly, call Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call who will make you the following offer. He'll sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive marketing system that is proven to get his clients the most money. So, again, no risk, no obligation, no high pressure. It's just a phone call. Troy Hansford, 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. You're injured in an accident. You need a legal game plan to fight the insurance company. Step one, listen to the Bell & Pollock Legal Show Sunday morning at 7.30. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Altitude 950 has your chance to win the Source H2O laundry system. Valued at $800. Go to Altitude950.com and register to win. Kill mold, mildew, and viruses with no hot water, no detergent, and no bleach. A better way to clean your clothes with a savings of over $600 per year. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hail storm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. I'm Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. And not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for relevant, in-demand careers right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Or maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something
something more than just watching. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now, make that appointment, and get that career in under a year started today. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Still working that crash on southbound Wadsworth approaching Highway 36 in Broomfield. Southbound 287 is slow and stop and go between the Northwest Parkway and the Boulder Turnpike. This report is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. And a tow truck is blocking the right lane after a crash on southbound I-25 at I-70. Backups there to the Boulder Turnpike. And that funeral procession on westbound C-470 between Ken Carroll and Highway 285 is underway. Traffic is slow and stop and go through there. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Gets it to the forehand, holds and looks. Long lead pass. Now it's Nieto down the right wing. Soderberg. Big old car on front for Nieto. Score! The Long Beach native with a redirect inside the far post. He puts the abs on top of the flames. Four to two. You know what would be better than another abs win tonight? They play the Minnesota Wild at Pepsi Center. Avs looking to get back into that playoff position. They are one point back of Anaheim. A win tonight, and they're back in it. One thing that would be better, burritos in the break room. Elizabeth just uh, texted and emailed everybody. There are burritos in the break room here at KSE Radio. Just wanted to make you aware of that. Everybody, go enjoy those. Except you. Tell people why you cannot enjoy those. I choose not to. You can enjoy nice things. That's right. I choose. Uh, I choose not to. I, uh, you know, they don't. They don't fit into the lifestyle, into the movement. Jesse, can you please hit the breaking news in honor of HW? Hit the breaking news drop right now, please. Breaking news on Altitude 950. We now know why Cleveland Cavaliers guard J.R. Smith earned a one-game suspension from his own team. Did not play last night against Philly. Do you know why? No. He threw a bowl of soup at assistant coach Damon Jones. <laughs> a bowl of soup? Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's that JR. Seems like it warrants a one game suspension at least. According to multiple sources with knowledge of the incident, it happened at a team meal and uh, worked his way up, had a little argument, I guess, with the coach and threw a bowl of soup at him. Not soup for you! Come on, JR. Come on, every time I want to believe in you, every time I want to say, okay, you're grown up, it's a different JR, something like this happens. Have you ever thrown food at another person? You know, unless there was like a full-fledged food fight, I'm trying to think. Which food fights, those only happen like in movies, right? Have you ever actually seen a food fight? You know what I do enjoy doing, and it's very immature and sophomoric, I get it, going to weddings, I did this at my cousin's wedding, and throwing olives and grapes at people from across the room at the uh, at the reception. Yeah, that's not fun. the actual wedding. It's kind of a dark ballroom. They don't know. They don't see yeah. them coming. It's just a, yeah, just striking people across the face. Projectile. From, oh, it's great. 
Coming and in, landing on their table. Watching them scan the room, trying to see where it came from. Yeah, and you're trying not to giggle so they don't know so it's So much you. fun. Yeah. Other than that, no. I've never thrown a bowl of soup on anyone. Bowl of soup. I mean, that could be dangerous if it was scalding hot soup. Exactly. Exactly. But, the end okay, of that. tying back into our first hour of the show, J.R. Smith did something dumb, and he got an appropriate punishment for doing something dumb. He didn't get yeah, cut. He didn't lose his job. He got suspended for a game. Yeah. Fine. You did something dumb. Here you go. Let's all move on and forget about it. Sometimes we just forget how to do that in life. Yeah, but it's not a belief. It's an act. This coach told the world his beliefs and their bigot beliefs. He's a bigot, a known bigot now. He did. Well, I gave you the definition the of a bigot. He's entitled to have a belief that he doesn't think marijuana should be legal. I believe that. Hey, I believed it before it became legal in this town. You know that. It doesn't mean that I'm, it doesn't mean, so, am I, am I to say then that if you smoke weed, you can't listen to this radio show because I believe the weed's bad? No. Am I supposed to do that? No, well, no, okay, I mean, would, would that not be the same but, thing? But that would, that would be dumb because just like he's limiting his potential talent pool, you great. would be limited, Limit, li- limiting your listener pool. Great. Well, then the guy got fired for being extremely dumb. Either way, he's got, fi- he got fired by his boss. Who has a right to fire him, either for being a bigot or for being dumb or both? Okay, well, J.R. Smith was dumb. He could have been fired for being dumb. Instead, he got an appropriate punishment for being dumb. Now, different story. Different. I mean, you're talking about a player versus a coach. A pl- there are a lot of players that do dumb things that never get fired. Well, and part of the issue here, I'm sure, was that it was on Texas Wesleyan letterhead, and I'm sure the school didn't like that. He represented the school. John Elway put comments about. Neil Gorsuch on Bronco letterhead. And that, that was, was fine. Wrong. That was wrong. Well, he didn't even apologize. There was no well, punishment. Have, that was, I, I don't think you should, you know, I'll go back to that. That was his political I may beliefs. Agree, I may agree with John wholeheartedly on his political leanings. Should never do that. Why you wasn't, you why wasn't Elway fired? That's a good question. I mean, he's, he's I, I mean, potentially I, I, alienating 50% of his fan base. He may have, but, I think the difference is this. <laughs> he specifically, this coach in Texas, he specifically called out a kid. He's he's a coach. He's, he called out a kid and refused to accept a scholarship opportunity for a kid. It'd be a different story if John said, I'm not drafting Democrats. Come on. You know better than that. Come on. I'm not drafting okay. Democrats. Play the hypothetical. If John Elway said that, would he get fired? Yes. I don't think so. Yes, he would. I don't think so. Okay, come on. It's not and I don't, silly. And I don't think he should. If he doesn't want to draft Democrats, then okay. He's being dumb. <laughs> oh, you're he's, being silly. He's being limiting silly. his potential talent pool, and that would be foolish. Okay. That would be foolish, but I don't think he'd get well, fired then he should for be, that. Then he should be fired for being foolish. No. Uh, let me read this about I mean, the whole... Honestly, if John Elway said that, I would say, thank God he's got a new approach to the draft because his previous <laughs> approach doesn't work. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> The the uh, previous uh, segment we talked about fixing the NCAA's one and done rule, which is actually an NBA rule, but whatever. And a lot of uh, different suggestions came forth. This texter says, um, "Why not follow the NHL with a round uh, that has a rookie maximum?" That's from Joe. You know, it's funny because when 
Josh Kroenke went on this Woj podcast. He actually referenced the NHL, and that's the one value that Josh has working both with the NHL and the NBA. He can take the best of the lot and apply it. So he's actually taking a page from what he's learned in the NHL model and trying to apply it to the NBA. Then there's this text. Tell me what you think of this text. This issue all comes down to race. We don't care when rich white kids play on the PGA Tour or on the tennis circuit when they're teenagers. But when a young black athlete wants to play professionally, we tell them that they have to wait. I could not disagree more with that text. It has nothing to do with race. Now, race is involved. There's no doubt about it. But come on, man. You're talking about individual sports where there are no leagues. Okay? There, I mean, the, the, the PGA Tour is the league, right? There's no college league. You're talking about tennis, leagues. There's a cottage industry. There's an industry in the NCAA football, NCAA basketball. NCAA golf doesn't make money. NCAA tennis doesn't make money. It's well, not the same thing. I don't think it's a race issue either, but baseball and hockey are predominantly white sports, and there is a route other than college right out yes. of high school for kids. Yes. But th- that's to say then that, that there are no white kids that are stuck in the same tenuous issue in I, the football and basketball sports? Come on. I don't think it has anything to do with race. I, I think it has, it's entirely to do with money. Football, it's all money. Football it's and basketball every, are sports that make a lot of money at the college level. money. Baseball and hockey, typically speaking, now DU, hockey is probably the most profitable sport they have, but typically speaking, those aren't sports that are Revenue generators in college. They're just not. What about soccer? Soccer's a huge revenue generator overseas. They have development leagues in soccer. Soccer's not predominantly white. Look at the world. There's two, I, I, I just think that's a fallback. That's just the old, ah, let's blame it on race. And I hate doing that. I hate doing that. I just, I just, I get sickened by hearing that. I think there's, but listen, there's, I'll call to the carpet racial issues. I really will. That's this, I don't think this is a, it, there might be racial ramifications. I agree. Cause most basketball players are black. I agree. But it's not a racial issue. There are ramifications. Big difference. The rule doesn't exist because it, it, it from from a, a racist background, like it wasn't put in place, you know, to from from a racist standpoint. But there there are two ways to solve it: either either the NCAA can solve it or the NBA can solve it. The NCAA can solve it by saying, "Hey, if you sign a letter of intent to come to this school, it's a minimum three years." That solves the issue, and the NBA can solve it by providing an alternative route. For kids that want to play for a year and don't want to go to college. Listen, man. Either way works. Or limit, or just eliminate the rule that they won't draft high school players anymore. Just go back ben, to what it was when Kobe and Garnett came out. Ben Simmons, you've seen the special on in the documentary. From Australia, from a mixed race family. Not about race. It's about talent. He came to America to play professional basketball. He didn't come to America to go to college. But that's the only route he could take. So he took a three-month lease at LSU, made a mockery of the college system. Didn't even go to class after January. That was his only route to the NBA. That wasn't racist. It's all about money. It's the way it's set up. It's wrong. I agree with you. That had nothing to do with Simmons' race. Come on. Let's not go there with this. All right, Vic. After the break, we're going to lighten things up. Marty O's got sugar fix for us. 
Very good. And then at 9 o'clock, Adam Morris, DenverStiffs.com. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 is the Nugget Station. Potter down the lane. Dunk right-handed is Jamal Murray. And right now, every game is huge. These are our playoff games right now. Every possession, every play, every situation matters. Where will the Nuggets stand after this weekend? Look at the standings every day. They're going to change. That's how tight the race is in the West. Vic Lombardi breaks it down with head coach Michael Malone Monday morning at 7.15 on the home of the Nuggets. Jokic has it. Backdoor cut. Harris dunk. Two-hand. Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. I'm Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance, in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. That crash on southbound Wadsworth approaching Highway 36 in Broomfield is in the cleanup stages, but southbound 287 still slow for almost two miles approaching the Boulder Turnpike. This report is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance, and a tow truck is blocking the right lane after a crash on southbound I-25 at I-70, causing backups to Highway 36. C-470 headed northwest is slow on the west side of town between Ken Carroll and Morrison Road because of a funeral procession through there. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Janine LaRose with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So J.R. Smith, one game suspension, which he already served, for throwing a bowl of soup at a Cavs assistant coach. That is so J.R. That's J.R. going full J.R. I mean, that is as J.R. as it gets. Just immature and dumb and just not using your head. Uh, our Power 5 question of the day, and we are going to award you two tickets to uh, Beer Fest this weekend, correct? Is yes. that what is at stake? Mile High Beer Fest. Very nice. Uh, we're getting your suggestions. What would you rather see at the Combine besides these frivolous activities that these kids partake in? Like what they opened the Combine with this morning. Kickers running the 40. We saw J.K. Scott, proud product of Mullen High School, Alabama, running the 40-yard dash. Now he ran a 5.8 pretty damn good. But who cares? Why are they doing this? Why are they wasting our time with that? What are some events, some activities you'd prefer to see? My favorite thus far is the spelling bee. If you gave me that is a combine fantastic. spelling bee, and you did it much the same way they do the national spelling bee on ESPN now, give me the NFL version, I would watch the hell out of that. In fact, I would watch that ahead of most anything this weekend. I like the concept that you brought up, uh, doing sort of the John Gruden film room. You know, he does that already. Except, rather than John Gruden, how about you put each quarterback prospect, only first round, eh, second rounders too, put them in a room with Peyton Manning and see if they can match wits with Peyton. Uh, that would be fascinating. Uh, you know, I mean, that, that's what made the Gruden thing so good is cause, you know, I mean, obviously he's a, he's a coach, he's an offensive guy, he can break down film, um, Backwards and forward. So hearing him interact with these guys was, was fascinating. That'd be fine. Put Peyton Manning on that. He's going to be on maybe on Monday Night Football. Just have him be the full on Gruden replacement. That'd be great. I've told you my Manning Gruden story before, but for those who are new to the show, thank you. First of all, invite a friend or a hundred. Um, I have to recap the year that Manning joined the Broncos fresh out of free agency. John Lynch had a um, night at his home for his charity. And his featured speaker was John Gruden. And I was the MC and I was there. And, uh, it was just a bunch of us at the, at the Lynch household. And John Gruden, Peyton Manning, sat in the corner of the room among all these socialites and talked football for about two hours straight by themselves, just nuances of football. They weren't done there. After the event, they go downstairs to John's office area and Gruden brought a couple VHS tapes with him, and they broke down tape into the wee hours of the morning. I saw it with my own eyes. Gruden and Manning breaking down tape for like five hours straight. Two 
football lifers. Is it that, was wondrous. Is that worse than the guys at the NBA All-Star Party breaking down the Warriors' uh, defense? <laughs> that was that was about on the same line. Yeah. The difference is these guys are playing in the game. These guys yeah. are active members of the game. Okay. Right? All right. Similar, though. Getting, okay, a little different there. But that's when I knew Peyton Manning, this was life. And most of the great ones, they don't play the game. They live the game. And I, There's I a reason Tom Brady is who he is. And I think there are, there are pot shots that are taken at uh, Paxton Lynch, but I do think it's fair to say that story he doesn't live the game. would probably not be. It. Yeah, it wouldn't be told about him. Where's Marty? Need some sugar. Bring it. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam! Shake that. Hey Marty, are you offended that we've pretty much butchered your rundown so far today? No, actually this is the most the rundown has ever been mentioned on this show, so I'm uh, I'm pretty flattered. Are you doing a rundown count for a uh, fact checker? Yeah, no, I'm a little offended uh, but with the way you blasted my Rockies segment, but that's okay. Yeah, he did. I'm he... so thankful. Uh, at the folks at KSC, that we are allowed to talk whatever comes to mind during the course of this radio show. Whatever sport comes to mind, we discuss it. We're not stuck applying some agenda-driven radio, if you know what I mean. What do you got, Marty? Okay, so uh, Sebastian Janikowski, his birthday is today. I could, I don't think he participated in the uh, combine. He did not have a 40 time, so I couldn't find that. But he did... He does hold the record for the longest field goal attempted at 76 yards. He lined he, up at his own 40-yard line. I remember seeing that. He yeah. attempted a 76-yard field goal? Yeah, it was right yeah. before halftime. It barely made it to the goal line. 76 or 70? You said he was at his own 40. That'd be a 70-yard. Oh, it was a bad video. It looked like the 40, but okay. it was a 76-yard hey, field goal attempt. I, I saw it firsthand. I saw Brandon McManus nail a 73-yarder at a Broncos practice. Training camp. 73 yards. Man. It's the second time Janikowski came up today. I didn't know it was his birthday. We were just talking about what was his 40 when we were uh, mocking the combine. So happy birthday. Probably somewhere in the sevens, I would I would guess. Yep. Uh, Jason Tatum turns 20 today. He's a one and done. If uh, Kroenke's plan was in place, what do you guys think Tatum would have done? He was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, went to Duke for a year, number three overall pick in the NBA draft. Again, you would have to make the money enough to where they overlook all the money that's available to them at the college level. Because to assume these guys aren't getting paid something or receiving loans or families, that's just being naive. So they're going to get paid either way. You have to make that G League. you, you got to pay them enough to want to make that selection. What that's about the, the lure difference. of getting coached by Coach K for a year? Is that is that dry to Duke? Well, well again, if you're an NBA guy, you, you go straight to the NBA, you get coached by NBA coaches. But there's also the lure of being in that environment. Right, like you're gonna you're gonna be in playing in in front of a packed house uh, at Duke, being in North Carolina Duke games, just being a part of that for a year, or you can go play in Sioux Falls. That's a good point. I mean, come on, no, that's that's a that's a very again, if that G League idea works, it has to be so overwhelming contractually that you overlook all of that stuff. You have to make enough money off the bat to say I'm not gonna go play at Chapel Hill, not gonna go play. In Indiana, Bloomington, and packed houses, I'm going to go play in Sioux Falls. What if you did this? What if you had this same high school draft, and that way teams could could you know get your rights, and they would pay you a million dollars, but you could still go to college that year? What would be wrong so with much that? Like, much like, doesn't baseball do that already? Doesn't I don't know. Do, what, hockey? Doesn't hockey do that? 
I mean, because if I draft rights, if you go to college, if I'm Jason Tatum and I could have a million dollars from the Nuggets, just pick a team and go play at Duke for a year and then join the Nuggets. Okay, that's tempting to me. But a million dollars to go play in Sioux Falls, I might just go to Duke. All right, Santonio Holmes turns 33 today. He's one of six wide receivers to win a Super Bowl MVP. Can you guys name the other five? Lynn Swan, Fred Boletnikoff, Heinz Ward. Um, Take it easy. Wow, that's well, pretty well, good. Some of us, anybody else play this game? <laughs> well, go ahead. We're missing two. Um, so you said who? Lynn Swan, Fred Bolitnikoff. Heinz Ward. When did Bolitnikoff win it? In 76? Yes, he did. That was the year before the Broncos went to the Super Bowl? 77, uh, actually. Well, well 77 76 Super Bowl, 76 season. Okay. Uh, boy, okay, so a couple other receivers to, I would have got Santonio, obviously, so other receivers. One of them's pretty obvious. Uh, Dion Branch from the Patriots won it. Yep. And then, pretty obvious, huh? Very uh, obvious. Did, did, did Edelman win it? No. No, he didn't win it. What am no. I thinking? Brady, other than the year Dion Branch won it, Brady's won it every time they've, the Patriots have won the Super Bowl. Um, Nick Foles was this year. God, we're probably missing somebody recent if it's obvious. You want, you just want it? Yeah, who did yeah. we miss? Jerry Rice. Ah, oh, jeez. Did you ever hear of him? Super Bowl, yeah. I thought Taylor won it that year. No. That Jerry... He had like 11 catches for a couple hundred yards that year. Remember, he, and he was all mad that they asked Joe Montana to do the I'm going to Disneyland thing yeah, after the game because he did. won the MVP. So, you know, there was, there, there was a lot of drama to Jerry Rice, wasn't there? There really was a lot of drama to Jerry Rice. It's funny, we did, you, you, you asked that question though. And the reason I knew so many of them off the top of my head, driving back from Colorado Springs this weekend, this is how my kids are wired, Vic. Yeah. My oldest wanted to play, could I name every MVP of all 52 Super Bowls starting at number one? That's what they want to do with their free time? That's what we did on the, on the drive home from Colorado Springs, yes. Oh my god. It was riveting. It was fun. Did you do it? I'll bet I got, out of the 52, I'll bet I got 45. Yikes. Okay, 1960. My my game's in the car is how, how deep can you put your pinky in your nostril? (laughs) That works too. Alright, 1962, Will Chamberlain has his 100 point game. Listen to this, there is no video footage of the game. The only audio records that are remaining are of the fourth quarter. And no New York press attended the game. Are we sure this happened? What do you mean they didn't attend the game? Yeah, the attendance was at half capacity, and basketball wasn't that popular in 1962, so there were no New York press available. Plus, the game was played in an obscure place. Do you know where it was played? I don't. Hershey, Pennsylvania. I do remember that. Just a fountain of trivial knowledge here. Today. Ah, this is good stuff. By the way, Kale McCarr was drafted fourth by the Avs. Still went to cops to play hockey. He's the kid at UMass that's just tearing it up. And the Avs have his rights. So, yes, they do it in hockey. All right, so we did this yesterday. It was kind of fun. We tried uh, the Oscars are Sunday. You guys tried naming the uh, best picture winners from 2000 and 2017. Didn't do very well. You want to try uh, the 1980s and 90s real quick? Uh, Yeah, let's try the 80s. You said um, the 80s were the best movie decade ever. So they were the best decade in the history of America, period. So we're talking about Oscars in the 80s. All right, so I'm not going to go in order, but I think... Star Wars. Gandhi won. Yep, 1982. Did Star um, Wars? No. When Fire Star Strikes Wars. Back? No Star Wars. Rain Man? None? Rain Man, 88. Uh, let's see. Uh, Terms of Endearment? Yep, 1983. Kramer versus Kramer? Nope. Darn it. That was a stupid movie. Um, uh, what about the one with uh, Tom Hanks playing the dude who's running around? No, that that's in the 90s. How about Ordinary People? Ordinary People, 1980. Um, Another one I didn't watch. 
How about um, bu- 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 boy? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be mad when I hear these. All right, let's hear them. All right, 1981, you missed Chariots of Fire. Sure, oh, great movie. 1984, Amadeus. Ugh. 19... That's stupid. You Hold know who loved that movie? Former I, intern Jake Marsing loved yeah, that, that movie. You know these, these stupid movies that are are that delegit. I hate the fact that they put stupid movies in the Oscar list. Okay, Amadeus. Not, All right. not, not, not a fan Nick of Amadeus. Likes. Got it. 1985, Out of Africa. Sure. 1986, Platoon. Oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Great movie. Oliver Stone movie. That's great. 87, The Last Emperor. Okay, sure. And 89 was Driving Miss Daisy. Ah, oh, that's a good one, too. Another good. That's a Morgan Freeman yeah, classic. That was, that was kind of his, like, first big movie, right? Like, that's kind of his, what made him a household name. Well, some of us, some of us remember Morgan Freeman from his PBS days, Sesame Street Electric Company. Sure, but that's what put him on the map with most people. And that's good. The movie with Tom Hanks running around was, uh, Forrest Gump, and that was in 1994, so I just missed it, Vic. (laughs) Good description of the movie. (laughs) What was that great movie? Tom Hanks, yeah, he was running around. And that's it for me, fellas. Thanks, Marty. Good stuff, Marty. Much appreciated. Top of the hour. Up next, talking Nuggets, NBA, and I got a little debate we're going to go down the road with on uh, the value of James Harden. Does he walk, or is it legit? Is what he pulls, what he pulled the other night, was that a travel, or was it a legit basketball move? We'll debate next with Adam Morris on the Vic Lombardi Show. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies. Tip-offs at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 535. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Back on top, Harrison, a three. From way downtown. Yes! And ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you. Oh, that's a dagger right there. That was absolutely beautiful. And this thing is. How did he do it? Over. Denver's all sports station, altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hard one-on-one here. Yeah, James doubling up the Clippers. Clean up on aisle three. Clean up on aisle three. Someone call someone because there's a clean up on aisle three as a man is down. Talked about this yesterday. That's the play that went viral. That is James Harden making a mockery of Wes Johnson. And what happened in L.A. was a, uh, yeah, throw out some of that police tape because he made him look silly. I still contend it was a travel. Our next guest does not. Let's welcome Adam Morris to the show from DenverStiffs.com. Adam, how are you, my man? Hey, I'm doing great as always, Vic. Thanks for having me on. Um, I See, I was around when Michael Jordan played, and I remember the Jordan rules. And at the time, people said, ah, oh, Jordan can do no wrong. But there's a certain section of rules that he broke the rules all the time, but they allowed it because it was Michael Jordan. Same thing applies with James Harden. <laughs> all I'm saying is, He's pulling off plays that we're all sitting there going, wow, James Harden is great. He's, he's traveling. He travels all the time. You don't think that was a travel? I don't. And, and there's been countless, uh, you know, videos and, 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 and studies done trying to slow down to show what makes him so unique. And what makes him unique is the way he gathers the ball. It, it, it's an, I call it new fundamentals because there's a lot of new fundamentals in the NBA. And for him, you know, the Euro step is a new fundamental. That's not something I learned growing up, going to basketball camps and everything. Now every player in the league has it. 
with James Harden, he does this really off-rhythm thing with how he gathers the ball. He gets an extra half-step in before he, he picks up the ball to go into a shooting motion, and that's what gives him the extra step. Somebody put it great on Twitter last night. The same way you gather the ball and take two steps as you're going towards a layup, mm-hmm. he gathers the ball and takes two steps going backwards. And it looks silly, but when you slow it down, it's not a travel. So you're contending, and listen, this is the beauty of basketball. We can all see the same play differently. You're contending that he does it backwards, essentially, and because we're not used to seeing it, we automatically think it's a travel. But I slowed it down. I slowed it down, Adam. I did. And I saw his pivot foot move. His pivot foot moved (laughs) more than a yard. That, in, in every rule book, if your pivot foot picks up off the ground... After the drill and after the pivot foot's been established, that's a travel. How is that not a travel by just the video, rule book? Man, I, could, I couldn't tell what was going on with that. <laughs> I, I was trying to watch the video you sent me and make sense of it. I had no idea what I was looking at. I'm not very good at that video, am I? <laughs> not very good at that part of it. <laughs> but would you acknowledge not, it? I'm not a cinematographer. Okay, so when when you're playing basketball and you're dribbling, and you stop dribbling. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whenever you stop the dribble, <laughs> which foot is your pivot foot? You, well, you have to realize there's there's different rules in the NBA than there are at your high school level. Different they, rules they for different players, Adam. There's What's different that? rules for different players is what I'm getting at. If Gary Harris pulled that same stunt and did the same thing that James Harden does every time he backs up to the three-point line, he'd be whistled for a, for a travel every time. Every time, you know it. Well, I'll, well, I'll tell you what. I don't. I don't know whether that to me that point's irrelevant. I don't know if he would or wouldn't. But I'll tell you one thing. I, I actually think Wilson Chandler travels more than he gets called I for. I agree. He has I agree. Funny... You're exactly right. When he does that old, he gets the ball and then he takes an extra jump step before he shoots a jump. That's a travel. That's a travel every time. I agree with you. We're on the same page there. I just think we we go a little overboard acknowledging how great James Harden is. I get it. He's the best offensive player in the game, no doubt about it. But he also gets away with traveling a lot of times. He gets away with things that others would not. That's all I'm saying. And you refuse to acknowledge that. Is he still with us? Did he give up? Is he gone? We're going to see if we can get him back here. All right. Something happened to uh, Adam Morris's phone line there. The phone company traveled. The whistle came down. Listen, I'm not trying to knock James Harden. I'm giving you everything I got on the guy. He is the best at what he does. He's the MVP this season. He's unguardable. But he does get the benefit of a certain rule that not everybody gets that benefit. That's all I'm saying. He gets the benefit of traveling. All right, back to Adam Morris again. Um, You know, and I don't want to be cast as old guy saying that, Adam, I don't want to be, oh, look at old guy Vic ripping James. I'm not ripping him. I'm saying he's just benefiting from something. That's all. Everybody does. I think I think the thing he benefits from is that rip-through call that, you know, we saw the one with Wilson Chandler where there was no contact made. I think he gets those and, you know, touch fouls and things like that. That's what I think he gets the benefit. But I, we're just not going to agree about this on the, on the travel with James Harden. I, I think his footwork is incredibly unique. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he he does things off rhythm, but you slow it down, it's not a travel. Okay. Uh, Nuggets in Memphis tonight, Cleveland tomorrow night, back-to-back, then Dallas on this three-game roadie. 
Dude, this is fun. This, you know, we had Michael Malone on. These are playoff games. This is fun. How many games with 21 remaining? Do you have a number? How many do you think the Nuggets have to win to make the postseason? 13, 13, 14. I mean, I think 46, 47 wins is what it's going to take. And you watch all the teams in the West. Denver's been on a pretty good run. Throw out that Clippers loss, which, I, which was just terrible. But before that, they were on a really good run. So was New Orleans. So are the Clippers. So is Utah. Every team fighting for this is winning right now. So nobody's going to hand it to Denver. I think they have to get 46, 47 wins. Reliving the Clippers loss is something I don't want to do. Um, but what <laughs> happened, I mean, what happened in that late third, early fourth, and the ability of the Clippers to run the exact same play about 15 straight yeah. times and score off of that play? I wanted to pull my hair out. What is it? And yeah. we love Jokic on this show. We clearly, we love the Joker. And we love the fact that he can do so much. But why is it so hard to stop a pick and roll when he's in the game? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that play into it. And I have to put this, this in there before I even answer this question, Vic. Jokic was on the bench when the Nuggets lost their lead. He went to the bench. They were up 14. When he checked back in, they were down six. So, I, I get this all the time of, oh, you know, then Jokic got killed. Jokic actually was a positive in the fourth quarter. When he checked in, they actually outscored uh, the Clippers by one. But you're right that he also couldn't completely shut down that pick and roll. And I think it has a combination of, of three things. There's three parts of the pick and roll. On-ball defender has to fight through the screens. Denver's not really good at that with Jamal Murray and Gary Harris. They get caught on a lot of screens, and they, have, they don't have the length to kind of make up for it. You have to contain with your big guy. Jokic obviously can't do that. He's very slow-footed. Then you have to great have a great third line of defense, that guy that rotates over to tag the guy who's rolling. Millsap is phenomenal at this, one of the best in the entire league. Plumley does a pretty good job of this. Short of that, they don't have anybody else that's really great at this. And Boban at seven foot three, when Gary Harris is the guy rotating over, Boban just catches it and shoots right over him. And that's what you saw a lot of in that game undersized guys rotating over that had no chance of stopping a guy that tall. I'm glad you went there because I was listening to Scott Hastings, Julie, and uh, Earl Boykins the other day. Fascinating discussion on this very subject. And they uh, all referenced uh, Will Barton in the corner. And he was sticking to his man, didn't want to give up the three, refused to come down and help on Boban and just sort of attack him. Is that by design or is that just by Barton? And, And that's a question that remains unanswered. Is that the Nuggets saying, we're not giving up that corner three no matter what? Or is that Barton just refusing to help in that pick and roll? It's a great question, and I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's more of the players and, and not the coaching. I think the coaching repeatedly would rather give up open three-point shots than than shots in the paint. For Malone, nothing's worse than giving up shots in the paint. But what was weird in that game was Montrezl Harrell was on the floor, who is – Think of him as like Kenneth Freed. He's a, he's a dunker and not really anything, you know, doesn't score from outside four or five feet of the basket. The Nuggets weren't leaving him to help. And I could, that's the part I couldn't understand was why are you staying close to Montrez Harrell when this guy, Bogon, has 18 points in five minutes just off of his role? That's the guy I would completely ignore and rotate over from. Yeah. I, 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 again, I often shake my head at some of the decisions made defensively, and that's where I hope Millsap makes a great influence here down yeah. the stretch because you can learn a lot from his defensive rotations. He already showed us how uh, elite he is as a defensive player, but I'm not sure you can teach that, though. I'm not sure just having Millsap in the lineup means that they're going to be a smarter defensive team. I think that's a very independent thing. 
it, it can't rub off on other players. Right. That's years of playing the game. I, defense is funny because that's how I feel about it for the, you know, across the board. A lot of this stuff, you need to have the instinct score your gun and you can develop them over time just through repetitions and, and observation. But you're right. I think a lot of it is, uh, inherent kind of stuff. But Paul Millsap is good enough defensively to lift all tides. And I think that's the encouraging thing about him. We saw it in that first half where he was, you know, there was a lot of defensive breakdowns that turned into Paul Millsap block shots because he just, he's flying around and making plays and, and has quick instincts. So just like Jokic makes everybody a better offensive player, I think Millsap makes everyone a better defensive player because he can make up for mistakes. Dude, Minnesota lost to Portland last night. Portland is now a yep. half game back of the T-Wolves. The T-Wolves without Butler, they're going to lose some games that they don't think they're going to lose down the stretch. San Antonio, yeah. I mean, we've seen them struggle. They're 36 and 26. They're in the fifth seat. New Orleans doesn't lose. I don't know how New Orleans does. I mean, Anthony Davis has to be in the MVP discussion <laughs> just because they're remarkable. Oklahoma City 7, Denver 8. When this all shakes out, okay, which of those teams mm-hmm. I just discussed, which one do you think will fall back to the pack? New Orleans is the team that they're taking – it requires historic efforts from Anthony Davis to beat the Phoenix Suns right now. And and he's been doing it night in, night out for about ten games now. He is – actually, I think it's been seven games. He's been putting up ridiculous numbers. He was player of the month in February. But they need that from him to beat the bad teams in the NBA. I, and, and on top of that, we know Anthony Davis playing like 37 minutes a game right now over that stretch – we know that he's a guy that breaks down when leaned on for that much. If it was 10 games left in the season, I would say, okay, he can do that. He can carry him in. There's 21 games left. As great as Anthony Davis is, can he do this for 21 games? Because if he just has a 30-point, 10-rebound night, I don't think New Orleans wins. They're, they need him to get 35, 40 points a night right now, and he's been doing it. But for 21 more games, I, I'm not sure. So that's my that's my pick to fall out. I'm going to ask you an obvious question with an obvious answer. Must win for the Nuggets tonight. You cannot lose to a Memphis team that has lost 11 straight, correct? They've lost 11 straight because their goal going in has been to lose 11 straight. And their goal tonight is to lose 12 straight. So <laughs> Denver's trying to win. Memphis is trying to lose. You're absolutely right. You can't lose this one. I mean, you would have to try hard to lose this game. I'm sorry. I mean, that is a fact. That is a fact. You cannot lose in Memphis no matter what. Luckily, the Nuggets have owned Memphis this year. They're 2-0 so far. Adam, always enjoy talking basketball with you, my friend. I appreciate the time. For sure, Vic. Take care, buddy. Take care. That is Adam Morris from uh, DenverStiffs.com. have 45 minutes to go on the show. Wide open. Whatever you want to do. Whatever, Wherever you want to go. Our Power 5 question of the day, what would you like to see at the NFL Combine? What other event, what other activity besides the 40-yard dash, the bench press reps? One texter in the clubhouse that suggested Spelling Bee. That is the leader in the club. That is awesome. NFL Spelling Bee. Give us your take. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Back after the Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. The Avs are 
incredibly lucky to have the goaltending that they have so far this season. And think about those injuries that Varley was out for a long time and how Bernier stepped up. Bernier's still Bernier's up. getting a little bit closer to coming back but had the concussion. And you never know with concussions. You just you, There's no real timetable on it. It's when the guy feels right. And Varley has stepped up. And that's maybe not getting as much attention as... Right. Listen, Nathan McKinnon is the real deal. This is not a flash-in-the-pan season. This is who Nathan McKinnon is. Hastings and Brownman, every weekday, 10 to 1, only on Altitude 950. Nobody knows your car the way you do. The way it handles and tracks with mutters, not all terrains. How it only sounds right with a custom exhaust, and wouldn't ride the same without air suspension. Or how you had it painted pearl candy red, not just red. Because yeah, there's a difference. We know your car isn't just a car. It's a 3,000 pound extension of you. When your passion meets our inventory, you can do anything. Thousands of parts make your car, your car. And they're all right here at eBay Motors. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. I'm Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance, in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price. Followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 
7.4 seconds to go. Inbound goes to Jamal Murray. you got to hurry. Three-pointer wins it. Jamal Murray's across the timeline against Harrell. Stutter step and a drive, and he turned it over. And there's the horn. Jamal Murray wanted a foul, no whistle there, and the Nuggets lose a heartbreaker at home after being up by 19 points. By the way, the NBA released its last two-minute report yesterday, and they admit that on that final play, Jamal Murray was fouled. The refs missed it. He was fouled by Austin Rivers. And my reaction is, why do you even... I don't care to hear about it a day later. What is that supposed to make me feel better? Do you think other teams get as many of these that go against them as the Nuggets? I know. I don't we, know, man. We focus on it because it's the Nuggets and we're frustrated. But I mean, they had a game last year in Memphis, I think, which here they are playing in Memphis tonight. In Memphis, where the the refs botched it at the end on a on the last second shot or last second play. I mean, gosh, how hard is it, especially when you're on your home court? You don't get that call on your home court. Well, it, it was hard to see. You'd have to really slow it down, and the referee is there to see it. Two things. Part of me is like, I don't care. You don't give up a 19-point lead at home. Agreed. So, Agreed. Know, I don't care. You shouldn't be in that situation anyway. The other part of me is, wh- why acknowledge that our referees are making these blatant mistakes late in games that affect the home team? And to hear these last two-minute reports after a loss, it's, it's more infuriating than anything. I almost don't want to hear it. Just keep it to yourself. Yeah, there's part of me that agrees with that. It just is, it just, it just, it's like salt in the wound, right? It just makes me even more mad about the fact that they blew that 19 point lead and had it. I mean, it, it does justify though, because we were talking a little bit about Jamal Murray and, and coach Malone said, ah, you know, he's got to find Nicola there. And my argument the day after the game was, I think he did the right thing. You go to the basket, you're either going to get a layup or you're going to get fouled. Well, he did get fouled. He just didn't get the call. Well, so he did the right down. thing. If you slow it down, he had Trey Lyles open in the corner. That would have been a game-winning three attempt. He had Nikola Jokic on the other side open for a three. But you're right. At that point, you're not assessing the entire court. You want to tie the game. You want to do what you can. And um, Austin Rivers reaching and causing that, that turnover uh, missed by the referees. Thank you, NBA. The uh, Avs are back at it tonight at home at Pepsi Center. Another key game against Minnesota. And um, they've got ten games left at home. They're dominant at home, okay? Nathan McKinnon is dominant at home. He's on pace to break Joe Sackett's club record 52 points on home ice. He's at 51 right now, so he's going to break it. He's going to break it. It's only a matter of time. It's just amazing to think that any of Joe Sackett's records are in jeopardy of being broken. That right? is incredible. That is incredible, especially considering in that year Sackett played all 41 home games. Um, McKinnon obviously has missed some. Yeah, he's only played in 29. Yeah, and he's well. He's got what ten left, so that would yeah. put him potentially at thirty nine. Uh, he only missed two, I guess. During he's got, he's a one point shy, twenty nine games, True. which is amazing. Yeah, no, I mean you look at that ten home games left, Vic. That's a potential twenty points for the Abs in terms of the standings. Out of those ten home games, out of those twenty points, how many do you think they gotta get? Well, considering how well they're playing at home, fifteen. Okay. 15 so of 20. Seven wins in regulation, yeah. one win in over, or one loss in overtime, and then two losses. So you'd go yeah. seven, two, and one. That's a pretty good home record in the final sure. 10 games. I think you're probably right, though. I think that's about the number. Great so, news, too, is, uh, practice, uh, developed yesterday. Eric Johnson was seen skating. Now he was wearing one of those red, uh, sweaters. Uh, so were a couple other players, but the fact that he was back on the ice, Wow. 
Yeah, that's, I didn't expect that's that. Big. No, not at all. Not at all. We, uh, I think we were all sort of sitting there going, uh oh, we may not see him again this season. So hey, yeah, gives we're you seeing some, him on the ice. Gives you some hope. Exactly. So the 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 Avs uh, conclude this uh, this homestand. They got five. They had five of seven at home to begin this homestand. Um, but this thing, I don't think, will be decided until the final week, which is great. And oh, the yeah. same goes for the NBA. It won't be decided till the final week, which is why we need to look right now. Let's pay attention to it right now. Go on your computer. Take a look at the final week of action for both teams. Where are they and who do they play in those final weeks? I'll look at the Nuggets. You look at the Avs. All right. right? So the Avs final week starts on on uh, Easter Sunday. They are at Anaheim following night at L.A. That's a back-to-back, but you don't have to travel. Then they're off two nights on Thursday. They're at San Jose, and then they finish at home against St. Louis on Saturday, April 7th. Damn, so they got three or four on the road in that final week. Correct. So you better make sure going into that final week that you were in that wild card position because if you're going to ask your team to get into that wild card position with three or four on the road, that is asking a lot. Now, prior to that, they play four out of five at home. Okay, so that's where you take advantage of it. Yeah. Okay. Here is the Nuggets final week. Tuesday, April 3rd, they're, well, I'll start it on this. Let me start it on this Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, April 5th, home against Minnesota. Big and on game. Saturday, on the road at the Clippers. Big game. Back home on Monday against Portland. Big game. Then they cap off the season on the road at Minnesota. Wow, so two of their final four games are Minnesota? Yes, and all four of those games right there that I just mentioned against teams in playoff position. You know, in that Clipper game, here's the thing. We we talked about it at the time of, well, now you got to go win a game you're not supposed to win. No, it's simpler than that. Now you got to go beat L.A. in L.A. No that's doubt. What, that's what you have to do. No you, doubt. you blew a 19-point lead to the yep. Clippers at home. Now in the last week of the season, when you go to Los Angeles, yep. you have to beat the Clippers at Staples Center. You have to. Yep. That's it. And I said this yesterday, when you lose a 19-point lead at home the way the Nuggets did, uh, you got to look at the schedule and pick up a game that you're not supposed to win. We just, Cleveland, Cleveland tomorrow night. Listen, uh, Cleveland is, is, is not the same LeBron and, and company. All right. They got J.R. Smith throwing bowls of soup on assistant coaches' faces. Yeah. They're, they're a little they're bit of a mess. They're, that, that's a now winnable game, but Vic, with this team, tonight scares me more than tomorrow night. Come on, dude. You, I, sorry. I, I've okay. already written tonight's game as a dub. How bad is Phoenix? And they, I, I, they I came it. in here and won. I, I don't want, if we're concerned about losing to Memphis, a team that is already thrown up the way, if this is a concern, then forget the playoffs. Okay. Uh, uh, forget the playoffs. I, I'm going to take a page from Michael Malone. If the Nuggets lose tonight, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. It's that simple. I would agree with that. They have to win this game. They have to win it. It's Dallas. that simple. I mean, l- l- well, and here's the other way to look at it. The teams that are in the, in contention with them are, ch- are you know, in this battle, teams like New Orleans, the Clippers, uh, Minnesota, Portland, do any of them go into Memphis and lose tonight? If the Nuggets lose, if I'm doing the post game show and I'm talking about a Nuggets loss, sorry. I mean, as much as I'd love to see them in the postseason, they don't deserve a spot in the postseason if they lose tonight. What if they lose tonight and win tomorrow? Yeah, then, then maybe they do. <laughs> so they got to go one and one over the weekend. Otherwise, Monday we're just going to be super sour, right? You and your reasoning. Super sour if they don't win. At least go one and one. I think you have to, though. So if you get tonight, which should be a layup, pardon the pun, if you get the layup tonight, 
then you're playing on house money tomorrow against a team that isn't playing very well that seems vulnerable. That's the situation you gotta, you gotta put yourself in because when you look at the schedule, and we, we, we talked about their tough march, you looked at Cleveland on the second night of a back to back and said, that's a loss. Well, now maybe it's not. That's one of those games you're right. You can go steal that makes up in part for losing to the Clippers at home. But, man, you got to win tonight and then make tomorrow the chance to be, all right, this is gravy. That's what this team has to do. Got to win tonight. Uh, when we come back, i, I got to let you listen to something I heard. Uh, it was uh, tweeted out there, Channel 9. Uh, Aaron Matus did an interview with uh, Tad Boyle. Yeah. And uh, I know you... Uh, My guy, Tad? Yeah, your guy, Tad. I like yeah. Tad, by the way. I don't know yeah. why I became anti-Tad on this show. Well, it, it has it's referencing this whole scandal that's taking place at Arizona. And remember when Tad came out and said I, he was anti-Arizona, bottom line. He, he didn't like what was going on there, and he, he went public with it. You're going to want to hear this interview. Okay. You're going to want to hear the portion of this interview that stuck out. That's coming up next on the okay. Nick Lombardi Show. What's happening at Altitude 950? Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. Come spend the most Colorado festive holiday with the Mammoth and their sweet Colorado-themed gear, which will be auctioned off post-game. Visit the Pepsi Center box office with a valid Colorado ID to get tickets starting at just $3.03. Offer not valid on game day. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303 Six nine five seven thousand or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned, casino experience it's colorado owned and operated rich in history bring your friends and family cruise i-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun most of the year my bad credit means i can't get it but this is tax season and it's time i got a new ride so I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. I'm Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. 
Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd, to take on the Buffalo Bandits at 7 p.m. The Loud House is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Show your pride in our great state as players will be wearing special Colorado uniforms. Celebrate all things Colorado and one of its most popular sports. There'll be tons of action. With a head of steam, the clock and shoot the score! Don't miss us. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720 a lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. So our friend Doug Ottawell tweets this out, and he's exactly right. Of the remaining teams in the state of Colorado still with a chance... A chance to go dancing. They'll have a chance at this point. Northern Colorado probably has the best chance. UNC 20 and 10 going into the Big Sky Tournament. CU is 16 and 13. DU's 14 and 14. DU starts its tournament play. The, uh, the summit, uh, starts tomorrow or Sunday, I should say. Air Force 11 and 18 and CSU 11 and 20. I mean, it would take a miraculous, uh, performance by both of those, uh, Air Force Colorado State teams. They'd have to win their tournament to get to the finals, to get to the uh, March Madness. Uh, UNC has the best shot, man. <laughs> UNC may go dancing. They can win the big sky, but they can go dancing. They got the best shot of all of them. And Jeff Linder, their head coach, is one of the names that has come up in connection to the CSU opening uh, to replace Larry Stacy, which he would be a uh, a very good candidate. UNC also produced Tad Boyle. He was the coach in Greeley before he made the move to CU. We've talked about Tad, Tad Boyle incessantly on this show. Does he do it right? He says yes. He doesn't get involved in that agent game. In fact, he sat down. He sat down with Aaron Matus of Channel 9 recently and conducted the following interview. And it was brought up in light of all this stuff going on down at Arizona. He was brought up. Has he ever had the urge to get involved in that agent game? Listen for yourself. There was a crossroads. There was a crossroads. Absolutely. Can you tell us about when you made the decision? Well, yeah, I was, you know, I was, I was on the phone with an agent, basically to quote him. He says, you know, Ted, if you want to get in the game, let me know. Um, and I was at a crossroads. I said, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. We're gonna, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, 
we'll, we'll take our swings and miss when we miss and we'll hit when we hit. My guess is you don't lose sleep at night over this because you are doing things the right way. But I, I wonder if there's time sitting in your office or at the end of a year, if you think about what your roster could look like if you, quote, got in the game, um, how has it affected your program to play it this way? Yeah, there's definitely frustrations. There's no doubt about it. But I, 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 I always say I think you can definitely do it the right way and, and be successful and, and you know, get to a Final Four and get to a Sweet 16 or an Elite Eight and, and have success in the NCAA tournament. Uh, at Colorado, uh, we've got a very small margin for error. And when uh, if you are doing it the right way, you better be evaluating and recruiting a lot of guys. And uh, you, you can't miss. Special thanks to Aaron Matus and the crew from Channel 9, that interview with Tad Boyle. And Manchester, you've been on record on this show. You've uh, taken your shots at Tad. You think he and the Buffs have plateaued a bit. But when you hear that, does it change your tune? No. So let me make sure everybody understands my my tune. Uh, I firmly believe Tad Boyle does it the right way. Um, as a CU graduate and CU fan, uh, I'm proud of the fact that Tad Boyle does it the right way. I don't want him to cheat. I don't want him to get involved in the game as the agent, uh, as the agent put it. So I'm happy about all that and I commend him for that and I tip my hat. So that, let's start with that. My problem with Tad Boyle was I didn't hear him coming out and ripping Sean Miller and ripping the coach at USC when his team was winning 22, 23 games a year, uh, per year and going to the NCAA tournament. It seems convenient to come out and gripe about it now when you're 16 and 13 and you've been on this treadmill for three years or four years or however long it's been, and you're basically a, a middling uh, team that hopes to get into the NIT or the CB, CBI well, or whatever. Well, maybe you're, maybe you're a middling team because the other guys are taking okay. advantage of something that you know is wrong. You don't think there was cheating going on when the Buffs were winning 24 games? Not by the Buffs, but by the opposition. Maybe so if they could... were, if they were cheating and you were able to beat them before and you didn't complain about it, now when they're cheating and you can't beat them, it, you complain about it, it seems disingenuous okay. to me. I get it. Have you considered maybe he couldn't substantiate it back then and now he can? Sure. That, 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 and I think that's a, a very viable, um, answer to the, to the question or to the situation. I'm just telling you what rubbed me the wrong way about the, the outburst after the, uh, the, the Buffs beat Arizona, um, up at, up in Boulder. That, it, it bothered me because it seemed like a convenient time and it seems like a convenient excuse when your team's 16 and 13 as opposed to 20 and 7 or whatever. Texter says, uh, of the teams we mentioned from Colorado that have a chance to go to the da- to the dance, Texter says, all are in the exact same boat. They all must win the tournament to go. Come on. They're not in the same boat. UNC has a better chance of winning the Big Sky than Air Force and CSU of winning their respective tournaments. Yes, but technically the Texter is correct. Nobody's, okay. nobody's getting an at-large bid from Colorado. I get it. I get it. But we're just talking about performance and going into the tournament, seedings and all that business. Okay, that... Don't hit me with minutia. You do enough of that. Don't I give, hit me with that. Don't hit me with trivial stuff. I give Colorado a puncher's chance in the uh, Pac-12 tournament. They would have to pull. Remember, the, remember they pulled off that miracle run. Yeah. Was that Spencer Dinwiddie's senior year? When was that? I want to say it was 2012, but I'm going off the top of my head. But they, they they've got a shot. Um, and they've they've got a shot because look, they've they've beaten Arizona. They've, they've beaten UCLA. They've, they've beaten some of the teams in the conference that you look at and go, all right, we'll go against UCLA. So, you know, they've, they've got a, they've got a puncher's chance. 
on a neutral court against all those teams, uh, they've got a shot. Uh, from the text line, James, your take on Tad Boyle is weak sauce. Evidence is out there now. Back then it wasn't. Okay. Simple as that. Right. Nobody, nobody thought there was any cheating going on in college basketball well, but, five years but ago. Nobody. But there's evidence now. Oh, there, give me a break. So now he has something really? to lean on. There was no evidence of anything, any improprieties going on back then? None? There was no evidence well, of that. Well, now everybody there's thought actual, it was clean. You, there's actual evidence you can touch. Okay. Well, that evidence is something that Sean Miller came out in a public forum yesterday and vehemently denied. You so, know exactly what's going on in Arizona. Dude, Sean he's Miller, the biggest liar you, out you there. Know, you know what's happening. The reason why U of A can't fire Sean Miller is because they would owe him $10 million. Well, they're better off. They're better off retaining Sean Miller. Okay. Oh, they're you not. know exactly what's happening there. They're they're better off retaining Sean Miller financially, but you think retaining Sean Miller and, and if if the NCAA sees that as egregious and they get if slapped Sean on the worst Miller penalty, gets fired, whether or not he 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 breaks his contract, whatever code of conduct, no matter what, if he gets fired, they owe him ten million. Okay, I get it. And you know what? If they keep him around, they're going to be in the center of the storm with the NCAA. I, it's just the evidence. What's the evidence? What's the evidence? You, we, we've all seen it. It's FBI wiretap. Okay. Well, according to Sean Miller, that's bunk. So what happens? Do you not watch The Sopranos? What happens if Sports Illustrated and ESPN and these people were wrong with their report? What happens with that? There's always that case. I mean, that could be the case. We all had quote unquote evidence with the Duke lacrosse players too. We all had evidence with the, some of the cases in Virginia that the Rolling Stone magazine wrote about. I mean, Evidence. Come on. Like this guy sat on the jury and saw the evidence. Man, I would not want you to be a judge or jury in a case that's so obvious for most and you have to see every inch of evidence. No. You would love me to be no, on, the, no, on your I jury. Would. Yes, no, you would. No, 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 yes, no. you would. Cause I'm like, I'm like Henry Fonda in 12 Angry Men. That's what I am. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh no. There's a great classic movie. 12 well, Angry Men. What's Henry Fonda's role? He's the one juror that's the holdout. And he convinces the jury room over the course of the movie, and then they 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 go from guilty to innocent, and then at the end you find out the guy was innocent. It's Henry Fonda's the hero. I'm Henry Fonda. You want me on your oh, jury? You want to be the hero? I'm Henry you, Fonda. You think the guy? You think the coach at Texas Wesleyan is innocent and should have retained his no, job? That's not what I, I said. That's not what I said. Here, but here's here's the role I I serve in a world full of groupthink. Because everybody just wants to get along and everybody just wants to be invited back to the party, I'm willing to take a look at the other side. What other side is there at Texas Wesleyan? The guy made a moronic statement. He was an idiot. Which I he said. deserves to be fired. No, he doesn't deserve to what? be fired. I don't being under- dumb. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Last I checked, if you're dumb at your job, if you're dumb, that is grounds for firing. Okay. I'm sorry. If I work with somebody at KSC who's Dumb? One time. Always dumb? No. Then you should be fired. No. Well, you, you just threw in a big word there. You threw in always dumb. This is one instance where the guy was dumb. I tend to look at it and say, he's got a 15 year track record. Let's assume it's been spotless. Let's assume he's been, he's been not dumb during that 15 years. I think that's built up some goodwill. Well, and it should not all go out the window because he sent one dumb email with in, in reality, one dumb sentence. Here That's we can assume a lot of things. A lot of us did not assume that beneath the layer of uh, head coach there, he was a bigot all along. Oh, and he just proved it with one email. <sighs> okay, here, I told you the definition of a bigot. It's yes, not what you but think. But here's it is. the problem I have. Okay, 
I have a problem with them, with the school using words like discriminatory and you using words like bigot because a guy is tired of wasting his time recruiting high school kids from Colorado because they can't pass, because they can't pass drug tests and using bigot the same way we used to use it when we used to block people from going into high schools in Little Rock, Arkansas in 1955. See, you're making I it have a, a problem thing. with that. You're making it a race thing. A bigot is a person who is obstinately or intolerantly devoted to his or her own opinions and prejudices. That is the definition of this guy. You said earlier in the show a teacher called you a bigot and you exactly. were, and you were offended. And why? I, I was because the connotation I, of it is is, is exactly. not what you I just I was read. offended for the wrong reason because I automatically assumed he, he thought, "Well, hey, I'm not a big I'm not a racist. What is he calling me?" It, it has nothing to do with that. It, it, I'm a person who is obstinately or intolerantly devoted to my own opinions and prejudices. Yeah, but if you use a word that 99% of the people think of think means one thing, you should use a different word. Is the guy okay, closed-minded? Yeah, he's closed-minded. Okay, I'll change it. He's a jackass. Fine, but you know what? On Monday or Tuesday, you were arguing that jackass coaches are awesome. Let them bully the crap out of kids. I just I can't keep track of where you're at on these things. You know those jackass coaches who bully kids? That The ones that have the kids' best interest in mind, I have no problem with it. The ones that are doing it just for show and for their own benefit, they're jackasses that should be fired. All right. There's a big difference. You've come around. You got the Vic Lombardi <laughs> Show. One segment to go. We'll say something jackassish right after this time out. Got to sell that house, don't you? Crunch time has arrived. You got to sell because you got to get yourself into another house. Well, if you want to sell quickly... Call Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call who will make you the following offer. He'll sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive marketing system that is proven to get his clients the most money. So, again, no risk, no obligation, no high pressure. It's just a phone call. Troy Hansford, 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. Altitude 950 is the Nugget Station. Hunter down the lane, dunk right-handed is Jamal Murray. And right now, every game is huge. These are our playoff games right now. Every possession, every play, every situation matters. Where will the Nuggets stand after this weekend? Look at the standings every day. They're going to change. That's how tight the race is in the West. Vic Lombardi breaks it down with head coach Michael Malone, Monday morning at 7.15 on the home of the Nuggets. Jokic has it, backdoor cut, Harris got two hands. Altitude 9. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. Nick Backridge here from Susbuick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Susbuick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. 
At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Have you ever wanted to refinance your mortgage but didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Hey, this is Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing, and let me tell you, they can help. When refinancing to eliminate mortgage insurance, lower your rate, or consolidate high-interest debt, you don't have to worry about resetting your loan. Because at American Financing, they offer 9, 13, or 18-year loans, really any term you need. It's truly a custom loan. You choose the term based on your budget, and they'll find the most competitive interest rate. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. They'll guide you through the options and will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. They may even get you closed in as fast as 10 days. So get started now. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Construction season is in full swing, and Brandon Sand and Gravel is ready and able to hire now. Paid trading starts as soon as pre-employment is complete. So plan on attending the hiring event Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at Brandon Sand and Gravel at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. Brandon has endless opportunities for all levels and will be performing on-site interviews and making immediate job offers. All offers are contingent on background check, drug screening, and physical. So make plans to attend the huge hiring event at Brandon Sand and Gravel Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, uh, Jeff Legwald live from the Combine coming up next on the Hastings and Brownman program. Altitude 950, so get the, the latest on the 10-yard splits of offensive linemen running the 40. Yeah, at 1.78 put up by Coleman Shelton. Mm-hmm. That's uh, That'll get him noticed. Those ten yard splits. Do you happen to remember Gary Zimmerman's ten yard splits? I don't. I, I I don't remember that one. I wonder what Tom Nalen's was. A, a guy like Mark Schlereth, who is a valuable member of two great offensive lines. Did he even go to the combine? I don't know. I don't think he. I don't think he did. Because where did he play? Idaho. Yeah, I don't think he did. He was. An, we're talking was about un- his ten yard splits. Can't wait till they do the linebackers so we can compare their numbers with. Carl Mecklenburg. <laughs> we saw we saw punters and kickers running the forty to begin the show this morning. The dumbest thing I've seen yeah. at the combine is the place kickers and and well the long snapper I get, but place kickers running the forty yard dash is stupid. If they give me place kickers doing the broad jump, the standing broad jump, I'm walking from the show. Okay, you're gonna Irv Brown it. At what point is a broad jump from a kicker a valuable tool to evaluate said kicker? Uh, it's not at all. It's, uh, can he kick it far and under can duress. he kick it accurately? And how is he under pressure? Those are exactly. really the only three things that matter. And you, you said it, you said it perfectly. Kicker, punter, one of those positions where it doesn't matter where you play. No. Now, a great running back at Alabama is different than a great running back at Adam State. Considering the competition, it's hard sure. to evaluate. Correct. Sure. Very much. But a great kicker at Adam State who Hits 55 yarders in his sleep. That's pretty easy to evaluate and assess. Yeah. Now the only thing you might need to use is a is a different example for a small school other than Adam State because oh, get it, the altitude. There's crap the altitude. 
Okay. See, you had the like the All American punter like twelve straight years Fine. back in the Pittsburgh McCartney State day. will okay. be the school of choice. Perfect. That works well. If you have a punter from Pittsburgh State that has a net average of sixty two yards a punt, he's probably going to get drafted. Yes. Agreed. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not disagreeing. The Avs are home tonight against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, another one of those home games that you figure the Avs have to win down the stretch. The Nuggets are on the road at Memphis. We mentioned the Nuggets' remaining schedule. Did you know Dan Hyatt, who does our stats for us, uh, sent this out? This makes me feel a little better. Strength of schedule of the teams in front of the Nuggets. Okay? Strength of schedule. We know the Nuggets played a lot of games on the road. 11 of 15 in the month of March on the road. Not pretty. But one thing going for the Nuggets down the stretch, their strength of schedule is not nearly as tough as the teams they're chasing. Strength of schedule, 11th for the Nuggets. Which Number is a, one, San Antonio. It's a good thing. Now, two two caveats. You already mentioned one, the fact that they're on the road. But, look, they're getting some bad teams on the road. That starts tonight with Memphis. This, Dallas. This three-game stretch, yeah, has Dallas at the end of it. So uh, those are two very winnable games on the road. The only reason strength of schedule being low for the Nuggets concerns me, they tend to play to the level of their competition. They do. I mean, they, they, they've beaten San Antonio, they've beaten Golden State, they've beaten Portland, and they've lost to Phoenix and Philly, which I know Philly isn't as bad as they used to be, but you know what I'm saying. They've had some home losses that you just you can't have. Because they play to the level of the competition, so take the strength of schedule thing with a little bit of a grain of salt. Just a little. God, I'm still so ticked about that loss the other night. There are so many factors that tick me off. I guess the biggest is that Doc Rivers conceded the game and emptied his bench. Yeah. Emptied his freaking... Let me give you a couple of the things. And this is the last time I'm going to talk about it, okay? Because we move on. 41 points allowed by the Nuggets in that fourth quarter, season high. 77% 77% shooting by the Clippers allowed, season high. 15 points on turnovers, season high. The worst fourth quarter by the Denver Nuggets all season at home in a game they had to win. We'll move on tonight starting at about 6.05. I mean, that, that's been the other issue with this, Vic, is, I mean, we've had to sit for three days talking about this same game. Yeah. It's been the, it's been their most recent game since Wednesday morning when we came in here. Thankfully, the Avs saved me a bit the other night by coming uh, back from a 2 nothing deficit to beat Calgary. Yep. Because if the Avs had done the same, then I'd be full in on this kicker 40 times at the Combine. Trust me. Quick programming note before we get to fact checkers. So the Nuggets, because they start first, will be on altitude 950 tonight, and the Avalanche will be on 92.5, the Wolf. Now, Marty O, on what we said that didn't jive with Marty O. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, Vic, you didn't immediately bring up the abs out of town scores and you angered hockey guy out there, so you started off the show pretty rough. Yeah, that happens every day. Maybe uh, should I get, open the show with that, by the way? Maybe we should just get Kyle Speller to read the out of town scores and the standings <laughs> to start the show every New day. New segment, now. just to assuage hockey guy. Well, we already have that segment. It's called Will's Hot Take. Good point. All right, Vicky thought the Chemical Brothers were in Slumdog Millionaire. They were not. That uh, song is nowhere near Slumdog Millionaire. The song Paper Planes by MIA MIA is in that movie, though. Oh, sorry. I don't have my Chemical Brothers Paper Planes. My bad. Well, you're reaching for mistakes today, Marty. Yeah, I really am. 
Okay, uh, Jeff Coat was there for, uh, he was at the University of Texas Wesleyan for 15 years and he had one losing season. His record was, uh, 529 and 358. So, I mean, he was a decent coach there. Yep, but he made one mistake, so they should fire him. By the way, it's not just one mistake. Did you know that he's been under uh, the school acknowledged yesterday that um, they're under investigation for other things that have happened? Yeah, it's a self-reported NAIA violation. Oh, really? Okay. All right. yeah, come on. That's it's cool. Uh, James, you were right. Jeff Ireland did ask uh, Des Bryant some inappropriate questions at the combine. He okay. made a mistake. However, he did not get fired. So. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, again, you guys were talking about the C- when CU made their little run. It was, uh, 2011, 2012, and that was Spencer Dinwiddie's freshman year. Mm. So we were both Not right. Well, Vic had Spencer Dinwiddie. I had the year right, 2012. Right. And it wasn't a little run. When you win the Pac-12 the way they did, that was a big run. Yeah, that was monumental. Yeah, don't just belittle it. Uh, little run. Wasn't that just the year run. after they got kind of, uh, what's the term for it? They, they got left out of the dance when everybody thought they would make it, so the I'll next forget- year. Dude, they I was went at, and got in on yeah, I was at Tad Boyle's house because that's where he had his March Madness viewing party. And we all assumed, they assumed yes. they were winning a spot. The awkwardness and silence in his home when the name wasn't called. That was weird. They got snubbed badly. And that's it for me, fellas. Pretty clean show today. All right. Great. You guys enjoy your weekend. I mean, part of the fact checker was telling us how we were right, Vic. That's good a, job that's this week. Checking way, facts, just you know, making sure they're right. Yeah, Marty, good job filling in for HW this week. What are you doing this weekend, Marty? How are you going to celebrate? Are you going to put more things together from IKEA? Uh, no, actually, the wife's out of town this weekend, so I'm. Whoa. Uh, I know, I'm all by myself. Whoa. Let the party ensue. The party begin. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing, James? Anything? Any uh, great plans? Soccer tournament. I'm not playing. I will be observing said soccer tournament. Is it in town or do you have to go out of town? Uh, it's in town, but it's in Littleton, which for me is like being out of town. I mean, that's an hour plus drive. Um, you know, spring sports is challenging in Colorado because of the snow, clearly. So yeah. when you have these tournaments take place, you never know what you're going to get. Is this indoor or outdoor? It's outdoor. And I have to admit, this sounds terrible, but uh, I've been checking the app rooting for a uh, snowflake on there and uh, oh. have, haven't been seeing it. So we're uh, we're going to be playing 65 degrees tomorrow. So there you heard it first here, Manchester, rooting for snowflakes. Uh, just for this weekend, so I don't have to drive to Littleton and watch soccer tournament, but I will be driving to well, Littleton and watching soccer tournament. What, what else I don't know. You know, clean the garage, something productive. What about you? What's on the agenda? I'm working. I got a Nuggets game tonight. I got a Nuggets game tomorrow. There you go. I work for a living. Yeah, my bad. Uh, I'll be watching a little bit of this combine. As much as I mock it, we all mock it. I, I do watch it because it's always good to have in the background, right? Yeah. Like I've had it on in the back. <laughs> What's going on? Are you watching this right now? Yeah. They got a lineman lying on the ground. What's he what doing? What is this drill? I don't know. You know what it is? It's like Muzak. Do you remember Muzak? It was the company that did like the background music in stores when we were kids yes. and on elevators and stuff. Yeah. You would never like decide, hey, I think I want to listen to Muzak. But you liked it when it was there in the background. That's how the combine is to me. I'm not going to tune into it intentionally and like plan my day around it, but just kind of as all day on in the background, I love it. I look up and there's something going on and I can the, laugh at it. That drill is the old coach's favorite. Uh, when I help coach my kid's team, is they have the uh, guy with the football yep. instructing the player to run backwards, forward, sideways. Yep. You know, like shuffle your feet. If you can't do that at this level, why have you been invited to the combine? I know. No joke. If you right? can't. 
follow the instructions of the barking coach to run backwards and forwards, why are you at the combine? Some of these guys don't get up off the ground all that quickly. <laughs> Who cares? That's a funny drill. Who cares how quickly you get up off the ground? It's just silly. Again, it's the minutia of this crap. Jesse, take us home right now. Our fired up finale for Friday, March 2nd. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. I just think we're so cavalier with other people's lives. Like this is a guy that that's his job. He has a family that he's he's trying to support. He has a mortgage to pay, and we're all just so flippant. Oh, just okay, fire him. Well, now what's Mike Jeffcoat gonna let, do? Let Did he do this. something stupid? Yes. Was it one dumb this. sentence? Yes. He should be fired for it after 15 uh, years of good things. There's no goodwill built up for that. God, that's overreactive. Man. Well, apparently there are other things that were built in there. Uh, the school is under investigation. Oh, okay. Let's see what it turns out to be. Okay. It's, it's convenient. I mean, he got fired for this. It was the day after it came out. The, 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 this, it, let's not make it about the investigation. Okay. If he's so innocent, why hasn't he piped up, by the way? If, if you're innocent, if you knew that what he's not you said innocent. was- Everybody flip, sees it. Okay. But whatever. If you think it's just a one-time mistake and you deserve to keep your job, wouldn't you be proactive? Wouldn't you be- I would. Yes. I'd be proactive as hell. He hasn't said a word. I agree. I agree. All right, we, we've, argued, we've argued about this for three hours. we got to give it over to Hastings and Brownman. Up next, Jeff Legwald on the show with Hastings and Brownman live from the Combine. Appreciate you listening all week long. Tell a friend, tell a thousand. We're back on Monday right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, rewind. Well, I mean, I, I, I still think that we're not too far away. You know, obviously... Um, we got to get better at that position. We didn't play well there last year, but I think there was, you know, and that doesn't go all on the players too. There were some things that we we should have done that we should have done differently that we didn't do. But, um, I, you know, I, I feel like we can get right back in the, the thick of things rather quickly because I think we, you know, still have a good defensive football team. Um, you know, I think on the offense we're going to get better. I think with Bill Musgrave being the coordinator this year and. And the guy's coming back to the same offense because now they were with Bill for the last half of last year. So I think we're, we're going to step ahead and, and uh, you know, figure out what we do at the quarterback position. And so, you know, I, I you know, I'm excited about where we are and think that, uh, you know, we have a chance to get back and to think of things quickly. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies. Tip-offs at 6 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 535. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker.